Yeah. Um, so this is the point: is that this this these toxins may or may not be an issue in some coffee today. They were at one point in time, but the coffee experts aren't worrying about that. Right. When you talk to coffee experts, they're all worried about taste and flavor and where they're growing. And they're also worried about the fact that the climate in Ethiopia apparently is deteriorating because of global warming. And they think within the next 50 years, like a good percentage of the species that only exist in Ethiopia will be extinct. Wow. Yeah. Because wow. there's all of the coffee in the world comes from Ethiopia originally. My, my brother told me about this and was like, hey, you realize in, in 50 years, coffee is going to be no longer. Yeah. And I freaked out. I freaked out. <laughs> well, I it'll be out. I started, have coffee. I started storing coffee. It'll be in Latin America. Yeah. Costa Rica, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That, it doesn't also matter like uh, when you roast the beans yes. versus when you drink That's it. That's another thing that issue that people had with this uh, upgraded coffee. Although it's, you know, he's... It's very successful. It sells very well for whatever reasons. Um, so it's hard to keep on the shelf. So it's constantly moving. So you're getting fresh coffee when you're buying it. Yeah. Caveman coffee, uh, roast it when you order it. If you order caveman coffee, that's like Keith when you Jardine, place, right? Yeah, Tate that's Fletcher Keith Jardine and Tate Fletcher. And really good coffee and tested mycotoxin free. 100%. Wow. They tested it. They, they went through. They're getting everything single source from a grower. They know the guy. The guy's family lives in South America and he lives in Albuquerque. So they travel back and forth to the farm they know exactly where it comes from it's like as legit single source as you can get and keith jardine's a badass he's a great coffee. sweetie One he's just a great ever. guy yes. and he was a hell of a fighter you know and he still wants to go at it again he's thinking one about, more time uh, one right? more time for albuquerque when they're having a... you train with him for a long time right Brother? long time yeah really good friend he's an awesome guy just couldn't be a cooler guy and he's you know doing really well with this his caveman coffee company he's just they, uh, you know, him and uh, Tate are big coffee banana heads. Coffee, Tate never goes anywhere without a fucking container of coffee. Like everywhere really? he goes, he carries a thermos. He loves his coffee. Loves it. Always has, ever since I've known him. I had, a, I had a guy on my podcast, uh, what the hell, oh, I can't remember, sorry. Hey, he wrote a book called What P- White People Know and, uh, and What White People Do. He started as a <laughs> blog. And he said, one thing about white people, they are into their coffee, man. Love it. Like crazy. <laughs> I love it. My, my, my coach, Tony Jeffries, was like, you're the only guy I know who drinks coffee in between rounds. I'll get a big, big cup of coffee in you between drink rounds. it in between rounds. That's yeah. hilarious. That's wild. You know, Tito told me that the coffee fucks with your cardio. He says he doesn't drink any, he doesn't take any caffeine. Said mm. cardio, it fucks with your cardio. Yeah. I, I've heard different. Yeah. I've heard yeah. different. Now, if you're right, Faber says I'm going to listen. No shit, if right? Tito Ortiz tells me that. I, I was with Tito two days ago in a bar in by accident, Lower East Side, and he it was his cheat day, and he was drinking a Shirley Temple, uh, like literally in this really girly glass. So here's this giant dude drinking a very <laughs> very pink drink. I was like, that's hilarious, man. He had tremendous cardio. Tito he had good cardio. A lot of dudes but listen, cardio. if Tank Abbott's strength coach tells me not to drink caffeine, I'm like gonna listen you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying no. there's there's certain people you need to listen to yeah you're you gotta do what works for you man his cardio is insane, insane. crazy that fight where who was the fight where the guy got on his back within like the first minute of the first round like there was like some oh, crazy right scramble away, right? not, yeah not McDonald, really good right? i want to say abel trujillo but that's obviously not him because abel trujillo is the badass uh welterweight that that name is stuck in my head. Well, let's just look it up. Yeah, Uriah the guy Faber. got r- right away, right? And they're like, this is exactly where Uriah doesn't want to he be. So it tough. couldn't go he's any so worse. Tough. He's he's hey. been he's been done it right, you know? Yeah. Like, Did you see that Abel Trujillo uh, Jamie Varner fight? Yes. That was fucking insane. What a crazy slugfest, slobber knocker. Oh my god. I don't know why I thought why Abel Trujillo's um, name was coming into my mind. I got to pull up this dude's name to find out why that was. Oh, Yuri Alcantara. 
So it was just another cool name. Yeah, Brian Callen, isn't it really? It's too much of a... Ah. But the, the pace that Uriah put on that Yuri Alcantara guy... That's, I God. wish I was a little guy. <clears throat> if I was little, I mean, I feel like I should be a member of Team Alpha Male. I love long-distance running. I love eating healthy. I love dieting. I want to be a small guy. Well, you're very fit, too, for yeah. a heavyweight. You have, like, uh, some pretty extreme endurance mm-hmm. for, a, for a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Do you say that, like, what's going on today, like, with a guy like Travis Brown or with guys like John Jones or yourself? You're getting a lot of people that were athletes in other sports, that were, like, high-level athletes and then transitioned over in the fighting. So in the beginning, you're seeing, like, they're learning. They're, they're really good athletes. So they move quicker than most people they usually have a little bit more physical explosion and power than most people but then it takes them a while to get all the techniques down yeah but now we're seeing like a lot of those dudes <clears throat> yeah. but, but this is that we're, we're seeing s- osp he's another one yeah Open i wouldn't say a lot i think we're seeing a, a number of them starting to transition yeah but the thing is i not i've gone with tons of nfl guys nba when someone's trying to hit you in the face and you're just not that's why it takes so long i think for these athletes to adapt to fighting mm-hmm. because getting hit in the face it's just it's just not either you were born where you're like, yeah, this is cool. I can live with this. And I can lear- learn to get out of the way and, uh, you know, put my life on the line. And then usually when guys are that good of athletes, like, forget this. Yeah. Forget this, man. Forget this. It's, isn't it interesting? I think, I think you, you, you look like at the UFC and guys are starting to come around, but people think to me, you know, in 10 years we have all these freak athletes. You're not, man. Because these freak athletes, it's very rare you get a freak athlete who's like, yeah, I want to go fight another killer in a steel cage. That's a very interesting point. It's a very interesting point when there's options too, right? Especially, especially when you're that good of an athlete. And you're making way more money. Well, not necessarily. Sports. Not necessarily. You know, it depends on what level you're fighting in the UFC. You know, I mean, if you're a P- guy, people say about this all the time, like, "Oh, you guys don't get paid." I make true. a great living, man. Yeah, it's not true. Well, you got I mean, NFL. I, you got NFL first players of all, we, signing. First of all, no, no, no. You're, you're, hold up. You're talking about the. You're talking about the exception. Yeah. Yeah. I, I make more than a, a lot of. Oh, or, do you? Yes. Well, here's what you have to understand. When you look at pay, okay, like there's there's a pay that's listed. Like uh, as far as like the purse that you From get the commission after a fight. they list out. There's, is there's what you're that. That's not that doesn't take into account a lot of factors. There's a lot of things that they want to remain private. So you're you're not just getting paid that amount. Some people are. Some mm-hmm. people are just getting paid that amount. But guys, it, you don't know that right. probably should be getting paid that amount. Right. But when a guy's selling tickets. You know, someone is a, a big name fighter. There's a lot of factors in there. There's, there's but a also lot of, in, uh, in the NFL sponsorships and all that. Well, incentives, pay per view, pieces of pay per view. For sure. Like George St. Pierre was making $5 million a fight. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's making a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And, you know, he's got sponsors. He's had Gatorade, all this other stuff, all this other revenue coming in. I mean, George St. Pierre made a fuckload of money fighting. Uh-huh. So. Maybe, maybe he didn't make as much as Floyd Mayweather, but guess what? Floyd close. Mayweather, yeah, Floyd Mayweather is one a bigger star, two a better promoter. He's a fucking. The, at the end boxing, of the day, it doesn't matter what a guy. And, you know, yeah, there's that. Well, yeah. so is the UFC now. The UFC yeah, is pretty yeah, worldwide but, but now, but it doesn't. So, yeah. th- it could be there could be a spectacular fight in the UFC, a crazy epic fight that everybody wants to see that could do one and a half million, two million pay per view buys. That's what Floyd Mayweather has done. Mm. It is possible that that could happen. When you think about before Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, it was it's hard to find like a guy since Oscar De La Hoya, maybe Manny Pacquiao, a guy who can do like. There's only a few of those guys. Right. Like everybody wants to say, oh, in boxing they make so much more money. No. There's, There's about five a of them. few of those There's guys. About five, you're, yeah. talk, you're talking about the exception. Yeah. People always refer to the exception. Right. Mayweather, Pacquiao are the exception. Look at the you know, if if you watched Pacquiao's fight this this last fight with uh, Bradley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at the undercard. 
It was pure shit. It was horrible. Those guys are scrapping. I thought it was a good fight. I thought, I thought, you thought the, the undercard was? I you thought, thought Pacquiao was, Bradley was good. Pacquiao Bradley was a good that fight. That was a really good fight. But there fight. were some good fights in the undercard. It, was, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I mean, who, who, who was your favorite on the undercard? Uh, I'd have to look at it. Exactly. You. That's um, my Rios. point. That's my, that's my point. That's the problem with yeah. boxing. No one gives a flying hoot about the <laughs> undercard. No yeah. one just no one gives a shit. Because right. you don't know them. These guys are it's super like the talented, yeah, yeah, and they're not making any money. Yeah, but at a certain point in time, okay, here it is. At a certain point in time, there's only so many fucking room room for so many fighters you can keep in your head. But boxing, or in your head. but boxing. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Th- I mean, at, at heavyweight especially. Yeah, Cl- listen. Klitschko could probably deliver pizza next door, and no one's gonna ask for an autograph. <laughs> Isn't you know that weird? Saying? That's that crazy, right? That's he your, was so dominant. That's your heavyweight champ. No one gives a shit. That's so weird. That's so funny. People were tweeting about the under undercrowd. They were tweeting uh, being defensive about the qual that the. Uh, the uh, HBO commentators were being uh, defensive about the quality of the undercard. <laughs> so maybe you're right. I just tuned in, and uh, I may or may not have been high as fuck. So <laughs> no. I had a good time. I but why, is boxing, this is why my... did boxing fall by the wayside? Is it just, it isn't just really. It, it, it hasn't. That's, that's a misconception. Okay. It, it hasn't fallen by the wayside. It's just there's only a few guys that can sell big pay-per-view. Right. Like maybe, you know, there's maybe like four or five guys that they can sell big They don't pay-per-view. tell anyone's story. Look at the UFC. There's a countdown every damn Tuesday, Wednesday on Billy. Billy, you know, Billy's mom passed away and he decided to turn to fighting. I mean, you the UFC does the best job of marketing its guys. There was that one fight that was actually really good. Vargas versus that uh, Russian cat. Yeah, that was a good fight. Yeah. They were both undefeated. That w- yeah, that, that was, was a good fight. That was a very good Again, fight. Again, though, we're talking yeah. about that dude versus this Russian dude. These That's Russian the bad motherfuckers, oh man. There's Provodnikov a lot of, and those lot guys. of oh. beast Russians that are making their way into MMA now, making their way into boxing now. It's really fascinating. How many like badass Russians Siberians there are. just living <laughs> just in Siberia. Tough. Tough. Fucking animals. Scary, really. Well, it's also Scary. the epigenetics. You know, they're, they're saying that now that people who have had family members, this was something that's passed down through sperm. They believe traumatic events through the, your ancestry are passed down through sperm. Wow. And that people who are the children, yeah, people who are the children's children and children of people who have survived traumatic disorders or traumatic incidents were more likely to develop all sorts of mental problems, were more likely to be like uh, schizophrenic, like all these, all these issues, mental issues that they could directly correlate possibly to the trauma that their ancestors have established. Wow. Now think about how screwed you are wow. if 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 you're if you're little if you're little Kenny growing up in Malibu and you want to be a fighter, good luck competing with those guys over in Siberia. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm shit, I'm going right? to turn them like, "Nah, you're fucked, man. Yeah, just forget it." They're just know. hungry. No, you're good. They yeah. have different yeah. jaws. They're yeah. just just different look in their you're eyes. You're playing man. grab ass with freaking Bruce Jenner. Meanwhile, yeah. this guy's in Sib- <laughs> Siberia freaking You're playing wrestling, grab ass with Bruce Jenner. <laughs> wrestling polar uh. bears. That is hilarious. Who is that? Who's that? Golovkin? Golovkin can just... Triple G? Oh what? He's God. the next big star. He's an animal. He's the next big star. Oh. He's a fucking animal. He what really a, is. That, those body shots. He's just no dead. one wants to fight him. I'll tell you what. I'm excited for the Sergio uh, Martinez and uh, Miguel Cotto That's a guy Cotto from Argen- Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Miguel Cotto has been looking very good in his last few fights. And Martinez is almost 40 at a certain point. And with his style, very different style than Bernard Hopkins. You know, Bernard Hopkins, 48 fucking years old. That's crazy. 
still outboxing the shit out of Giannis. Sergio's, so Sergio's all about footwork. Mm-hmm. At some point, when that footwork goes away, he's yep. gonna be in trouble. And his left, he's got a brutal, brutal Nasty left hand. Left. And it's a he mean he comes in with everything. He's so good at his movement and his, his in and out movement. He uses that same in and out movement to land but devastating. Th- this bombs. is what we're talking about off air. So he's almost forty. He played soccer almost all his life, and then got into boxing. I think at 28, 29. What? No. Yeah, multi-time world champ. No matter when you start, yeah. whether you're Tito Ortiz or Vitor Belfort starting at 18, 19 year old, or you're Sergio Martinez starting at 30, no matter when you start, your clock is ticking. You have this amount of fights in you. No matter when. Yeah. I mean, yeah, guys drag it on, you know, via uh, Fedor or Krokop. Guys are dragging on, but you're only going to be in your prime and you're going to have these many great fights in you. It doesn't ta- matter when you start. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Eve Edwards about that. He's 37 now, and he's, he's, he was saying. One of the frustrating things for fighters, I think, is that you learn the art. You you continue to learn. There's so much to learn, but you continue to learn. And then you get to be 37, 38, and you may be a step slower, but you know so much more. So mm-hmm. you just want to try it out. But the game is also timing and speed and power. And guess what? That's why TRT came about. Because those yep. 37, 38-year-olds are like, dang, I know so much, man. But my body's not the same. Let me talk to this doctor over here. Now we have an epidemic. Now we got Vitor Belfort. Epidemic. It's not an epidemic. It's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. No, you're right, though. But you, now we you got Vitor Belfort in Brazil mm-hmm. spinning back, kicking people's faces off. Mm-hmm. In Brazil, all TRT'd up. Joe Silva said it best. He goes, it's like Vitor downloaded a Taekwondo black belt. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden he's throwing wheel For kicks. Like, yeah. We've never the seen it. The guy never threw a wheel kick and then knocked out Luke Rockhold with it. Crazy. I mean, Luke fucking Rockhold is a beast. Beast. Yeah. I mean, for him to do what he with did. With ease. Yeah. With ease. And, and then Bisbing? What? I think you nailed it. What you nailed is exactly what it is. It's that these guys get older and they get so much more experience and so much more knowledge, but that's the nature balance. Nature yeah. gives you that experience and knowledge. So you can teach. It's like the two experience old... Experience is priceless. It's like the two old buffalo. Yeah. Or the, was it, the, the old the buffalo bull, the and bull, the young... The bull and the calf. Yeah. I, I don't know this. The bull old. and the calf. The, bull, the calf goes... Wait, is it buffaloes or bulls? It's the young bull, the young bull, the young bull, and the old bull. And the young it bull could says, be buffalo. Let's go down there and fuck. let's go buffalo. Yeah. yeah, he goes. He goes. Let's go down there and fuck all those. Uh, fuck one one of those cows. No, no, no. You fucked it up already. Listen, this is what he says. He says is this let's, for real? Listen, he goes. Let's run down there and fuck one of those cows. Right. And the old bull says, "Let's walk down there and fuck, fuck them all." all. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. This is the other thing, though. When when these I get it I get it I <laughs> take it, it in take it in take it in you're a young boy you take corrected me and you were still gonna fuck it up <laughs> fuck this is the thing though Vitor Belfort and those guys the sport wasn't as big when they were when they were superstars right right and now they're like whoa the sport's huge I can stick around and take this stuff and make all this money and Look be relevant you know what I'm saying there's there's Vitor show that again Jamie it's not a gift, it'll start Look at this Look at this. Oh, it's not just doing that. It's doing that to oh. Luke Rockhold. No, no, no. Who's better looking than Brendan Schaub, maybe? Easy. Now, let me tell He's you something. He's got muscles on his teeth. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> let me tell you this, though. Luke Rockhold flew for 17 hours from San Jose, California, showed up on a Saturday night, got wheel kicked in the face, and jumped back on a plane. That's got to suck. <sighs> it does suck. Can you tell? Yeah. I fought no gear in Brazil. Can you tell Joe the, the yeah. Nogueira story about... The other stuff are you allowed to about which one? Money, what other stuff? Money, money, Jersey. 
Oh yeah, yeah, for what? sure. Tell what? Them what? 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 Tell us. Is there a secret? <laughs> They're not Good really. Story. For sure, quit eating those nuts because that's fucking. But up I want to. fuck up my whole game. Yeah, stop all that. Before we tell any story, um, I want to go back to this TRT thing because we can't just gloss over it like that. No, no, it's a huge I subject. Think, I think you nailed it though, too, and you did too. Talking about Eve Edwards' feelings of all the knowledge he's acquired. Isn't that, that is that does seem to be like nature's balancing act, right? Yeah. Like nature doesn't want you to have all that knowledge and all that and live forever. It's like well, it's like God saying, "Oh, you got it, cool. Oh, your body sucks. You can't do it anymore." Well, it's sort of like the beauty of everything is that it's temporary. Like, yeah. what's what's our favorite thing? Let's be realistic. Sex, yeah. right? Most people's favorite thing is sex. When you're really horny and you're having sex with someone who you really like having sex with, it's one of the greatest things on earth. Right. One of the greatest things about it is you know it's not gonna last. You got look if you're a stud. What if it did though? If you're great, you'd be bored of it. Well, that's why the guys do thing. drugs and stuff. See, this is the yeah, problem. Yeah, those people are freaks, and they're just fucking. Their pupils are this big, and they, they never open the fucking curtains. Those people. Are <laughs> but creep. it's the same concept with sex. He's like, mm-hmm. man, you know what would make this even better if we did Molly on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, those the same the difference. That, like, oh, but, but I'm cool. Temporary. I'm fighting, but you know what would be better yeah. is if I did steroids. But this is a good point because the Molly thing. If you do it on Molly, when all that stuff wears off, which it will wear off eventually. You're fucking wrecked. Wrecked. Because you, you're you in debt. You're like a kid with a student loan. Like you started <laughs> out of the gate. Like You're like you Snuffleupagus on Sesame Street, just super down. Way more. Really down. You paid it's, way it's, more than you have. It's like seeing, when you see those people who are just like, they're now they're 53 hanging around a coffee shop with a ponytail and they don't really they don't really have a job they're trying to try and get things done and you're like oh you had a really good time for 15 years like, maybe well, that's the same with fighting I mean, you, you'll meet some fighters I'll meet some fighters who are so punchy and they're maybe 40 mm, 45 yeah for 15 years this guy was the man I wanted to be him now I look at him like dude you make me never want to fight again what were you doing do you have a number in your head where, like, you're, you're or a, a place in your head where you're going to reach where you're like, that's it? Whether it's an age number or whether it's a physical number, just like a feeling that you're going to have when you know when to hang it up? I, I think you know. I think you know. But do you? Because do that I, seems I, I to don't. be the problem. Pe- people ask me this now. People, you know, when do you think, you know, I'd, I'd probably say I have a good five years left. That's, Especially the way I train. Right. Like, Brian, you know. I don't have an off season. I'm in shape year round. I train nonstop around year round. Do you do that to continue with your improvement, or do you also do that in case someone calls, like in case you get a last minute call? No, nope, just, just just to get just to get better, just to get better, just to get continue better. your improvement. The only reason yeah. you're so always training. Continue he's, always, he's always training. Always. Well, hey man, if you, you, that's the right attitude to have in the hurt business. You know, you can't be casual Dude, about there this. There are monsters out there. And I just called out guys. Mark Hunt. I just called out Mark Hunt. <laughs> you try and listen to this. He talks shit to me on Twitter at ten o'clock at night, which is whatever time in New Zealand. It's ten o'clock at night. I read it. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm watching Naked and Afraid or Teen Mom or some bullshit, right? I'm like, whatever. Sitting there, it's just killing me. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Get back <laughs> on there. I talk shit to him. He bites. We're going back and forth. Finally, it was almost like you know, like butter. You know, it just bam. Like next thing I know. I had him agree to a winner-takes-all fight, <laughs> and we're fighting in August, winner-takes-all, Mark Hunt, Brendan Shaw, main event. You guys are having a winner-takes-all fight? It was my idea. So how does that work, like, financially, like, as far as, like, with the UFC? Does well, the UFC- our, our, no, the, the UFC won't sanction it. Okay, so they you won't have sanction to pay that. him your purse when it's Well, over? he's going to pay me his purse, but uh, yes. Well, okay. Yes. That's what I meant. Yes, there I was go. just... You know, it's like Mike you say, like Mike and I. You know, it's just yeah, the proper way. He's gonna to pay me his purse. But the thing is, you get all hyped up. I get done with that, sitting in bed, 
My heart's going a million miles an hour. <laughs> I just called out the whatever, number five, six heavyweight in the world, the hardest hitter in the division, and it's a winner-takes-all fight. Not an ounce of sleep. Woke nope. up at, you know what I'm saying, 7 a.m., went to practice. No pressure. No Not pressure. That, that was a Wednesday night. <laughs> and you want to be a UFC fighter? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's, the pressure is probably alien to most people. It's they couldn't insane. Even imagine. Fight week? What? Fight week? Depression. You think about all the other avenues you could have gone down to avoid jumping into that cage, for sure. When you Everything when, goes through your you mind. You mean all the other avenues in life, like yeah, what you could have done? Yeah, for sure. I should be married with kids. I could be wearing a suit and tie. I got, <laughs> I, I got, I'm a double major from University of Colorado. I could be doing this. I should have done this. I could have done this. It's when weird, does that, when does that goes, go away? When does that go away? Uh... Man, probably right, right, right when I get in the cage. When I hit the crowd, I'm cool. In the back, I'm like, dang, what are we doing? So once you hit the crowd, then you like it's on. You're once in I its on crowd, mode, yep, and yep. your body can relax. Saying at least it's going to get a release from all this exactly. tension. Yep. Mm. Yeah, isn't that what it is? It's like once the first round starts, people would think like, God, it must be scary to fight. But I would imagine that the most brutal thing is just getting the there. build up. The just build up. There. Oh, when 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 you're fighting, you know, my last fight, I was the. Coming, I mean, or, or sec- third fight in Toronto, UFC 165 against Mitrione. I mean, we I didn't fight till shoot nine o'clock at night. To, you're waiting around all day thinking about the fight. And when do you eat? It's tough for me to eat because my nerves. That's why everyone's right. like, "Oh, Shabsh got to 205." Listen, I'm 252 pounds right now. The only reason I weigh in so light is because I can't eat. <laughs> the week of the fight, I, I can't eat, I, so that's why I wow, so that's crazy. I love Brendan because he, he gets he's so honest about it. He calls out Alistair Overeem on Twitter, and then he's like, he's like, he stops and he goes, "Yeah, God told him." Then he's like, "I gotta go train." <laughs> I'll hit the ground running, man. Well, you that's the fear is a good thing for a fighter, though, isn't it? Yeah, so is honesty. Yeah, honesty, fear. I, oh, people, uh, people all the time like, oh <clears throat> man, you Chuck Liddell's not like that, Brock. Hate to tell you, my man, your favorite fighter is just scared to admit it. I'm not scared to admit. I'm, you, you know, people are terrified back there. You're going to fight another trained killer inside the octagon, basically in your underwear, in front of millions of people. Millions yeah. of people. Yeah. You're going to be a little scared. <laughs> I hate to tell you that. I, I hate to tell you that, man. I hate of to tell course. you. Of course. How could you think that you wouldn't like your fucking cool hand Luke? Oh, You're just going to strut in there Anyone with a smile on your cool face. Anyone who acts cool is a good actor. Hicks and Gracie said there's a, very, there's a close relationship between fear and intelligence. And he said anybody who's not, yeah. who's not f- afraid at all is, is I always go, I shake my head. I go, that guy's not very smart. I'll tell you what. Ken, Kenny told me this. Tough fighters don't laugh. Last, smart fighters do. And he's right, man. Yeah, he's totally right. I, he's so he's so. Bernard correct. Hopkins, back to Bernard Hopkins. Right, forty-eight years old in boxing, and he talks clear. You know, I mean, so unheard of. Doesn't have so any issues. Very rarely gets hit clean. Very rarely, he might get hit clean two or three times. Floyd Mayweather the same way, right? Very rarely gets yeah. hit. Last guy to hit him clean was Sugar Shane Mosley. Wow. Sugar Shane Mosley rocked him with the right That's hand. Right. He covered up, recovered, then boxed his they, face. That, that Instagram of Sugar Shane between you and Tim Tebow, he looked like you guys won him in something. Like, he's tiny. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was, uh, a, he was a tad punchy. I'm not going to lie to you. He's yeah. a little bit punchy. Floyd? No. Sugar Shane. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. Yeah, I'm sure Sugar Shane's a little, a little, a little punchy. He's, he's nice a lot guy, of wars. Though. I think Brad, wars. Bradley's going to be punchy. I've never seen anybody. Bradley's going to be super I've punchy. never seen anybody yeah. take that kind of punchment. And Do you keep, think it's worth coming. it, Joe? What about the Pravatnikov fight? Think, Did you see that? Oh, craziest yeah. thing I've ever seen. He, he fought a fucking, the craziest. best way Max Kellerman described it, you took a Siberian caveman, thawed him out, <laughs> and then put boxing gloves on him. That's what that guy Brad, was like. Bradley slur- had slurred speech for at least a month after. Yeah, he talked about it after the fight. So you, so you guys have kids. Your kid wants to fight. 
And they and you know most likely there's gonna be some trouble down the road with his brain if he's a fighter. You, mm-hmm. you say cool, you're down. I say you do whatever you want to do. If that's what you want to do, you have to be. You can't half-ass it. You can't. Ha- I don't want my kid to half-ass well, 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 I didn't say lazy McGee here. I'm but talking I mean, about- if you want to do it, if that's what you want to do, that's what you should do. I, I don't think anyone should do anything other than that's. But I'll try, I'll if probably, it gets to a certain point, in time, look, that's what yeah. I wanted to do when I was young. Yeah. I wanted to fight. When I fi- figured out at a certain point in time that there was no future, that's when I stopped doing it. And what when made I worried you reali- about brain what damage, what made you realize there's no future? There was nothing in 1989 yeah. when I had my last kickboxing match. There was nothing. There was right. no kickboxing. Taekwondo. I, I, I couldn't respect it the way I used to respect it because I started kickboxing and I realized legitimate all the holes kickboxing in it. here is what yeah. we're talking about. You start well, competing I st- in it. I, st- I st- fought above the waist PKA style. Yeah, and then I started training Muay Thai and then I realized like there was even more holes in uh, the above the waist style. Mm-hmm. But above the waist PKA style, the the real problem was the boxing. I had done Taekwondo for so long, like my my hands were shit, yeah. and my ability to like move and throw kicks and punches together it was all disjointed. Yep. It just wasn't the right way to do things. Then when so did I had you a get rework. into when did you get into jiu jitsu? Ninety six. Okay. It was yeah. It was Joe like, got me into yeah. jiu jitsu. So I I went through like this period where I was training like all the time in a martial arts and had all these holes in it. So I wasn't ever going to go back and compete, like try to make the U.S. Olympic mm-hmm. team or anything like that because I, I didn't feel the same way about Taekwondo. I didn't want to just do it anymore because I knew how easy it is to, for a guy to just cover up and walk you down and corner you in a, in a ring and fuck you up because you don't know how to deal with hands. Right. Like it's just There were so many holes in it. Yeah. So, it's so much easier to punch you in the face when uh, guys were uh, throwing uh, kicks and punches together and you didn't understand like the rhythm and the, the, the distance of punches. So when I went from that, like I had no choice. There was, there was no options. But if there was an option, like if kickboxing paid like what boxing does, mm. if, if, you know, if there was a UFC option yeah. at that time, I would have had to learn grappling, so I probably still wouldn't have competed in the UFC if there was something like that. Like I, When I first started uh, grappling, when I first started jiu-jitsu in 96, I was amazed at how easy it was for men to just rape me. Oh. Just ragdoll me, yep. choke me, armbar me at will. Because I had, they looked the same size as me. <laughs> like, they looked pretty similar. I looked at the, these people and I'd be like, well, you're not that bigger than me. Like, if you I. You realize how vulnerable you are. Oh, it's disturbing. I think fighting, like, even learning a little bit of fighting makes you more afraid, not less afraid. More humble, for sure. Yeah. It's also, don't you feel like, um, out of all the pro athletes, fighters are probably the most approachable and the most down to earth? Easy, Easily. long shot. There's a reason why when a UFC fighter goes into an event, whether it's the ESPYs, whatever it is, all sorts of stuff, right? There can be NBA, NHL, NFL, the who's who, actors. The room wants to talk to the fighter because guess what? No one is willing to do what a fighter does. So when a famous fighter walks in the room, he's the center of the attention every time, man. That's fascinating. Every yeah. time. What if there's Michael Jordan and like Uriah Faber? Different story. And Michael Jordan is stealing. I mean, all, Michael Jordan's a little different. You're talking now, Muhammad. My, my friend Muhammad, just told me now, he, now, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan. I bet you Muhammad Ali's going to get some. Jordan, Jordan, not Muhammad Ali right now. Who's all right? Like, whatever. Of when know? he was young. Yeah. How, how about okay? Let's perfect Mike example. Tyson. Mike Tyson, eighty-six. Mike Tyson, Mike Jordan. I bet yeah. you more people go up to Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson in eighty-six. I think it taps into the walk down the street and people would call their friends. Yeah, yeah. It taps into the fact that there's a man in the room that can kill everybody with his bare hands. Yeah, and that's that's fascinating to men. That's the John L. Sullivan. I can lick any man in this room. But everyone, when you're a kid, everyone wants to be a fighter. You're fighting your brother. You're fighting your friend. Yeah. Right. 
What's sports boiled down to the rawest element? It's like the game you're playing is let's play kill you. Yeah, <laughs> let's, that's right. You try to kill me, look I try fo- to kill you. But, but some Football's of them are a game. The some of them are so a game, rough. right? Yeah. Like football's a game, basketball's yeah. a game. Mm-hmm. Listen, if if LeBron James misses a jump shot, hey, listen, he's going to go tomorrow. If I miss the timing of Mark Hunt's left hook, Listen, my jaws will be shattered in thirty different spots. I'm not fighting for probably a year and a half. That's, that's the difference. That's yeah. really the not stakes fun. are a lot higher, way higher. Like, not, not even comparable. Yeah, not comparable at all. You could lose twenty basketball games in a row and still go to the movies. You imagine if you lost twenty fights in a row? You're not gonna have a job. Yeah, it'd be impossible. And you're physically probably not gonna. Well, you know, I was trying to. Straw. Eddie Bravo and I were talking about this. This is a, a perfect way to describe one of the great things about jujitsu. Is think about how many times you've been tapped in your life. In, in jiu-jitsu. I've yeah. probably been tapped a hundred times. Now, what if I had been head kicked, knocked out a hundred times? Forget it. What if a hundred times I got wheel kicked like Luke Rockhold? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine a person who's be, been wheel kicked be in dead. the head a hundred times? You might be dead. Yeah. I don't think you could take full Boom. wheel kicks like that. A hundred of those yeah. in your life. You'd, I don't think you have, you'd have some problems. You'd have nothing left. You'd have literally nothing left. But you can do that. You can get rear naked choked a hundred times in a month and you're okay. True. You're going to be sore. You're going to be sore. But you're going to be okay. Yeah. And there's a big difference between but this these is two the thing. death moves. But this is you know? the difference. In striking, if someone's about to blast me with the right hand, I can't tap out and be like, no, we're good, man. Yeah, you got that. You got that. That's a good In jiu-jitsu, if, 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 listen, if you're going against a guy who's like, if I get a hold of something, I'm going to rip your arm up. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in trouble. Some Paul Haras type yes, character. Yes, you're not going to be able to roll every day. Right. Yeah, that's the difference. That's true, too. That's in true, jiu-jitsu, too. there's a way out. Yeah. In jiu-jitsu, there's a white flag. Mm-hmm. In boxing, you know, in these other sports, there's no white flag. That's why it's so crazy when someone doesn't use that white flag and you watch their shit get snapped. Like, like Henso. It's like, dog, you're out for a long, like long time. Like Gracie watched Sakuraba. Break his arm. Break his arm. Yeah, well, Watched that fight it. was over, though. How about Tim Tim Sylvia and Frank Mir? Frank Mir snapped his forearm in half. He and didn't Tim feel Sylvia, it, right? Tim Sylvia's trying to punch him with the left. Yeah. Unbelievable. He just, I mean, he, he knew something was wrong, but he was like, you he know what? Fuck it. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to hit him with my oh, other hand. I didn't see that. Oh, know. my God. It snapped. Like, the forearm was Herb straight. Dean has to stop it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Stop he stopped God. the fight. Watch. Pull that up. Boom. Frank Mir... Breaks God, Tim Sylvia's Frank, Frank arm. Mira is so the scary. audience didn't know what was going on, so the audience was yelling. And I had explained it replay, to the audience. Though. Yeah, I had explained it. I go, watch it right here. And the audience went, oh. You've seen so much violence. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch the forearms. Ow! Yeah, baby. Ow! That's how powerful. Herb Dean is a bad motherfucker. He's yeah, he yelling, is. stop, 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 stop. He separates it. And he's like, yo, dude, your arm is broken. This fight is over. Yo, homie, your arm. Yeah. No, I don't so want during that. the replay, I, the audience was booing. They were really pissed off. I go, watch this. Right here. Right here. Boom. Oh, my God. Frank Mir's one of my favorites. Yeah, man. my God. That was an incredible arm bar. He's the only guy in the UFC, by the way, who's broken two guys' arms. Ugh. Two high-level world champions' arms. Insane. No Garrett and Insane. Frank Mir. He's and he almost ripped Lesnar's leg apart. Lesnar Lesnar had a normal sized leg, you know. Mazagati fucked up, man. Yes, that Le- was a bad. Lesnar was tapping, and yep. then he tapped again. He yep. tapped some more, and then finally the referee stopped it. Paul Harris style for sure. Oh, if Paul Harris yes. got a hold of that, he's well, he doesn't do the straight leg locks. Well, very he's doing rarely. ankle locks, man, he's, which is way more trouble. Well, he's doing inside heel hooks. That's his favorite. True. He loves that inside heel hook. True. He did it again to somebody. Paul yeah. Harris, well, right? he let go. He let go. You see, everybody's saying that he doesn't let go. They're going to jump on him no matter what <sighs> yeah. he does. If he gets submission, they're jumping on him. He 
absolutely has held submissions for too long, though. For sure. Absolutely. Not just once, many times. There's fights of his in Brazil where he's got a lock on a guy and he will not let go. And the referee's prying at him and he will not let go. And I don't remember if it was a choke or it was a leg lock, but he fucked that guy up. I heard in training he's the exact same way. He, only, he only, really only trains with his brother. His oh brother he doesn't do that with. Everyone else like, no, nah, I'm good, man. He hangs on to stuff. That's so crazy. That's so scary, a guy who does that. It's ridiculous. Especially a guy who's built like that. I mean, Jesus It's crazy how he's Christ. built. He is the biggest 170-pounder I've ever so seen. So weird. Huh? He has a smaller forehead than me. Have you ever seen him? <laughs> he does. We both have time. Like, my like my eyebrows are about to run into the side here. <laughs> he's so very similar. Cro-Magnon-esque. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a, that, that guy has the best leg locks, man. His leg locks are so finishing. You know, he grabs a hold of one. It's like 9 out of 10, someone's tapping. For sure. Once he, except Alan Belcher. Belcher beat the brakes Woo! off of him. Belcher beat the brakes off Not only off did he do it, he, he like willingly went into leg lock him, positions because yeah. he and worked just, his entire camp it, on defending. Just follow it. He yeah. just punched yeah. him in the face. Did the right Heavy, thing. sat on top, punch, pass, well, punch. I should ask Alan and give props to whoever uh, coached him uh, on his leg locks there, but Alan Belcher is a wizard at that shit now because he prepared for that fight and did everything, every step of the way, like everything blocked everything, knew exactly what to expect and you can see Paul Harris is so flustered he really didn't know what to do because Alan was like in right where he wanted in the spider web defending everything and then Punching him in his face. Well, Paul Harris has a little bit of uh, uh, issue. Like, do you have Nate Marquardt when? Yeah. He, when Nate pulled out of the leg submission, he's like, "What? What?" And then, bam! Blast in the face. Well, he was accusing Nate of, of greasing, greasing. He because was saying his because ankle, he couldn't believe that Nate got out of his. Well, yeah. Nate, leg was, lock. Nate was pretty honest about what he did. He said, I warmed up a lot because I knew the guy was. Yeah. Uh, he's you know he's really good at leg locks. I wanted to be nice and slippery. Yeah. So I sweat a lot. You're allowed yeah. to do that. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. There's no but, issue with that. But he's like, ooh. Yeah, he's like, what? And as he's pointing, Nate goes, boom. <laughs> Nate just dove on him. It was great. Yeah. Well, do you remember that fight? Um, he fought Dan Miller. And, and jumped up on the yeah. cage? And they're he, like, what? He hit him and rocked him. And for whatever reason, decided the fight was over. So he starts celebrating. Pars? Yeah. He and the jumps on like, the cage. They pull him down from the cage. The referee's like, the fight's still on. Like, you have to keep fighting. Like <laughs> wow! What are you doing? Like, <laughs> did he end up winning? Well, he, I think he won. He won yeah. a decision. He won. I, I think, think he won a decision. But it was one of the weirdest things a ever. Embarrassing. It's like he just decided that Feel the like referee a real was stopping McAssle, the fight. Real McAssle jumping up on the cage. Ah! And then they're literally grabbing his shorts, being like, "Hey, homie, yeah. you're still going." Paul, Har pull that up. Paul Harris versus Dan Miller. Um, well, if you could find it, if you find the the, the exchange because it's so bizarre. It's weird. He, he has when an you, issue, obviously. Well, if you hear or you read about that guy's childhood, it, it was one of the most horrific childhoods. Oh, that's it right there. That's it. There he is. Yeah, like, look. Look, he walks away. Look, he's on the cage. You have to tear him down. Yeah, let's look at the finish again. Watch well, it again. Hey, look what, at how muscular he is. Hey, yeah. what was Dan Miller going to do, what, though? Do like, bring it cage. all the way back to the beginning so we can see like what happened before. So he hits him. He hits him. Boom, boom. And he just got off. Look, he just decides. What is that? That's so crazy. What is that? He just decided like what that world it was is over. he in? And then look, I love how Dan Miller's rushing over to him to grab him on the cage. Yeah, that's what ridiculous. was he gonna do? Just uh, those arms are so ridiculous. Down, down. And what does he weigh in there? One eighty five. Well, he weighed in at one eighty five. He's probably yeah. you know two plus. His nickname means tree stump. 
Yeah, his and now legs he fights, are like this, yeah. man. 170. But, but he, he had just a terrible. He had a Steve ter- Carl and oh, his childhood. Yeah, his childhood was unbelievably horrific. I mean, he was really? working. Yeah, he's working on a farm when he was a little boy. They ate pig slop. Like he literally had to eat pig slop, like to stay alive. He had no food when he first started training. He was just dirt poor, like as poor as can be. Yeah. He has this big scar on his chest. Like they couldn't afford to take him to a hospital, so they glued it. They had like a giant gash on his chest, and they, they glued it together, you know, and when he was a little kid. I mean, he, he lived a hard, hard life, yeah. probably filled with trauma that people like us that grew up in a nice neighborhood probably could never understand. Again, yeah. Kenny in Malibu who wants to fight. No, nah, exactly. man, you're screwed, bud. Because <laughs> Paul Harris is super gluing his you're- chest <laughs> and, and ankle-locking pigs when he was eight years old. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were talking. We might have been talking about that. Was that before the podcast, or was it during the commercials that we were saying that? But it's that the epigenetics thing. The scientists have proven that fear and memory can be inherited via sperm. I didn't know that. When did that? When did when did they? It's uh, been a while, but um, there's there's papers that have been published on it now. Apparently, that's crazy. Researchers began testing the pups of traumatized dads for uh, startle response to different smells. The acetophenone acetophenone stimulus had a big effect which was not seen in the controls to emphasize here these pups never actually learned any previous foot shock trials to the acetophone that the acetophone was bad news i guess that was it what it makes they sense used. evolutionarily though because remember really? when steve yeah because steve Rinella said you start hunting an area the animals like the elk in yellowstone because the wolves were just introduced their generation to generations have not had to deal with wolves so what happens is they don't really know how to defend against wolves they don't they don't have the built-in startle responses etc but as they start getting killed by wolves more and more their offspring will learn and it so it makes total sense so this is what happened they they use the smell of this chemical which has a citrusy smell it's called acetophenone and it was paired with a slightly discomforting electric shock to their feet so that's what they did to the dads right then they gave the children of the dads this acetophenone spray and they panicked yep. <laughs> this is rats mice mice yeah i mean that's that's some but, but insane you, you remember, shit man yeah. <laughs> It's just That's whose insane. job is that? Whose job is that? like, hey, get the rats, uh, grab their feet, man. Who, yeah, I mean, who's I doing that? Well, that's what who's giving do. these rats. But that that these makes feet. sense, evolution from an evolutionary standpoint. You know, you you if you continue to be hunted by lions, the first time a gazelle sees a lion, it's running. It's not. It doesn't have to say, hey, what is that thing? They so take so off. my kid's gonna love coffee and freaking thick chicks, or, or what you is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> I think every coffee healthy healthy boy chicks. likes thick chicks. <laughs> I know. I was having this conversation with women about um or with uh, Amy Schumer about models, like the idea of a model, like that no model one likes. Likes that? No one likes no. that. It's kind of well. I mean, it's not awful. I don't want anybody who's really skinny to feel bad. No, but not you don't at have all. to starve yourself to look like yeah. that. Like you you, you're not doing hanger. anybody any favors. But it's very yeah. rare you find a guy who's like, dang. Look yeah. at that girl. I can yeah. see every rib. It's she like, is. It's fine. like trying to take a nap in a wooden chair. <laughs> no, like no, I, I I've never met a guy who just signed me up for that skinny ass model. Yeah. Yeah. But girls have this idea where they need to be that skinny. It's, guys don't like that. Well, it's gay guys who are fashion designers. I'm not saying the straight guys aren't, but a lot of them are gay. Let's be real. It's not homophobic, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of gay guys that, you know, obviously they're not looking for a hips to weight 
waste ratio, yeah. ass to waste ratio, right. because they're not thinking about fucking them. Right. You know, so they like thin and slender. And but but also, fat. but also, like, oh, that cool looks. That dress looks cool on that right. coat hanger. Yeah. If we could get a chick to be that skinny and thin, so it looked just like that, mm-hmm. and then toss a blonde wig. You know what I'm saying? That there you right. Go. Yeah. So the clothes look the same. Yeah, it's a weird why thing. That's dress, guys. But women They decide, need models with blonde asses. That's women decide that women who look like that look good, though. That, that gets weird. Well, because they like, see they it in magazines. It other, yeah, yeah. They're told, culturally, you can be told, like some tribes in Africa, like or in Burma, those women with the really long necks. How about the a, women in Africa that put the plates in their face? Yeah. The, the bigger the plate, the more cattle you're worth. Foot binding in China. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're, you can learn, cultures learn what's attractive. Yeah, I'm just talking not. about like how weird boobs yeah. and ass here. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's the normal route. That's the yes. DNA. Yes. Gen- but that's there's what, the yeah. cultural the, route. What, what do you weird. think it is? What do you think it is why guys are attracted to bigger butts and bigger boobs? Well, the they animals, breed better. Yeah, animals That's are, a fact that they breed mm-hmm. better? Sure, larger breasts, larger ass means she's going to have more fat on her body. She'll she'll be healthier to take care of the baby. The baby's going to burn off a tremendous amount of calories. You want a healthy woman. You don't want a sickly person. If you see her ribs, that'll be unattractive because that means she's starving already. No, I get that. I'm not saying freaking eating disorder Amy over here and then thick Amy. Right. But there's a reason... Why guys are like, ooh, look at those big ass titties. The little ass, too. Why is the ass? Why is it? Because they're is healthy. That? Even because animals, they... male animals, are attracted to round surfaces. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of well, well, muscular. You, yeah. You're also attracted to like a big ass is like the sign of great genetics. Yeah. It's, it's just uh, the the reward. More speed, but, but more that, power, but, everything. But then Carry even, even when a girl weight. gets surgery done and gets implants, I'm still cool. I'm game. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you're letting your system get chicked. Tricked, checked, checked, checked. <laughs> yeah. You're letting your system get tricked, like fake tits. Yeah, that's the thing with guys: fake tits and fake asses. They yeah. actually do work. Yeah, you know, it's like we're we're so pathetic. Like our desire to, to it's just weird. just compartmentalize it and just get our loads out. You I know. know, it's just like it's we're weird. dealing with like um like pretend you were uh, a ship and the ship only had so much room for bullets on it. You know, if you have too many bullets on it, the fucking ship's going to sink. Well, every day, a new shipment of bullets arrives. And you know what? All right, we're just going to have to fucking be a little less choosy with our targets. And you start shooting into the water, shooting into the sky. You got to get rid of bullets. That's what it's like being a man. Yep. Being a man is like being on a fucking battleship that's constantly receiving a new shipment of bullets. And you're looking, at, bullets, you're looking at the fucking notebook and you're like, oh, fucking who ordered this? Look at all the bullets we already have. Oh, all right, all right. Everybody on deck. We got to start fucking shooting the ocean again. <laughs> Everybody on Shit. deck. Shit. All hands on dick. All hands on dick. Well, that's yeah. why people who don't fire off their rounds on their own, they're not judicious about that. What happens to them? Well, they get hoodwinked in some shitbag relationship with some woman who controls how they come. You know, Listen. I've I've had friends where their girlfriend won't let them jerk off. Are you hearing That's me? No that, that way. Would make me yes. Crazy. No way. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Listen, I'll tell you right now. My friend tells me that I'm gonna say, "Have a good day, sir. We yeah. are no longer friends. See you later. <laughs> erase erase uh, my number. Have from a your, good day, do, sir. Have a good day, sir. <laughs> Never call me ever again. Uh, I went I went to Alaska and we came across it was so boring. We went fishing. Me and my dad lasted one day. By the way, fishing. Why? Because uh, I don't know how to fish. Oh, and we lost I'll, I'll hook every you up lure. With a guy. We lost every lure. Every lure in one hour, the guy goes, Let's just put in a lure on. We go, Oh, no, we don't have any more. He goes, You lost them all. You anyway, told this story on my podcast yeah, three different times. The point times. I'm making is that we found a guy who had an arsenal. He had an arsenal. What's this have to do with chicks and about, about shooting? About shooting guns, same thing. When you have a lot of ammo, he had 
crazy amounts of ammo and all kinds of machine guns and M1s. I couldn't weird. I couldn't squeeze off enough rounds. Like day after day. Gig, 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 I became completely desensitized. I was trying to shoot everything. I was like, is that, what's that yeah. thing in the water? Is that an otter? That's yeah. very different than what we were talking about, but I see why you connected <laughs> I see, it. To I it. see what you're saying. <laughs> bad, I see what you're bad, saying. Is that a bad correlation? The, I, we were talking about cum. I, I saw a uh, I saw a report where they say some guys Oh Jesus, what is that? Who is that? Is that Kim that's Kardashian? That's Kim Kardashian. Sign me up. Okay, is that a real ass? Yeah, it is. What's yes. going on there? Yes, Are you that's sure? Real. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure Pretty that sure. hasn't been pumped up? No. Yeah, hey, sure. hey, guess what? I don't Who cares? care. Who cares? I do yeah. not care. That's her Who real cares? ass. And okay. those are her real tits. Okay. Yeah, sign Brian me knows. Up. This is my so Yeah. Whatever. Might as well be. Let's make it. Yeah. She's probably not even real. Life is probably a gigantic hallucination in the first place. A big hologram? Yeah, some sort of uh, mathematical program from space. We're, we're on some computer simulation. But if that is the case, you're creating essentially everything with your imagination that yeah. exists all around you. It's so let's create her. Let's let her, let her be live. Well, the point I was making, is, uh, I, saw, I saw a report where it says <laughs> you can touch it, it's real. I, where some guys are wired where they just can't be faithful. They're just not wired to be monogamous. I wonder if that has anything to do with the same thing that they're talking about in this, this story with uh, sperm being transferred from father to son. I wonder if that's the case. With, um, because there's some things that they say, like the children of racists are almost inherently racist. Not inherently racist, like unavoidably so, or they can't learn, but they tend to show racist tendencies more likely than someone who is an adopted child of someone who wasn't racist. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think they're, st- they're trying now to figure out exactly what makes a human being. We don't know yet. So and when you see something like this with mice, and you got to think, what's more complex, a mice or a person? A person's way more fucking complex. Right. But if the underlying mechanisms like this, like Fuck what they're the talking mice, about. Man. Mice does nothing for me. But it doesn't, because what if you were a guy, and you got mugged by a black guy, and a black guy beat the shit out of you and took your wallet, and then you had a kid. And your kid just fucking shrieks every time it sees black people. <laughs> I mean, that is real. That's the same mechanism that would keep... A, look, there's a reason why Rupert Sheldrake had this analogy about uh, kids and monsters. Like, why is every kid afraid of a monster? Even a kid who grows up in New York City. Like, you should be afraid of car accidents, right? You should be afraid of floods. You should be afraid of a lot of shit that's real. But kids are afraid of a monster in the dark. Why? Because our ancestors got eaten by jaguars. All right, we saw way, way back in the day before they figured out houses and spears, all that cum made the people of today. And all the, that stuff's in there. That's why some people have aphidiophobia. Some people have arachnophobia. They're afraid of snakes. They're afraid of spiders. Yeah. And it is fucking paralyzing. Have well, you ever well, seen evolu- it? From yes. an evolutionary point of view, this, in this book, uh, Why Evolution is True, why are people afraid of snakes? And a lot of people inherently from all, all over the place are afraid of snakes. You take a fake snake. On, they've mm-hmm. done all these experiments, right? Where people get killed by cars way more often. Why? Well, primates, when they see a snake, will climb a tree. Almost, they're afraid of snakes, so Good. they think it's Smart a memory. Move. They think it's a, that's why they're still here. They think it's an evolutionary memory. Yeah, that 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 human beings have carried from when you know back back. You know, oh, really? They did a whole fucking p- research where a guy. Listen, snakes are <laughs> scary as shit. There's a reason, though. No, yeah, because they you have big little eyes and bite the shit out of me. Why aren't you afraid of cars? Why aren't you afraid? I know he's panicking. Afraid of knowledge. Why aren't you afraid of cars? I've been in car wrecks. No, you got into this thing right there where you're trying to anti-intellectualize the whole situation. You're like, this is just you're watching us go. No, not at all, man. Not at all. They're fucking scary. Oh, enough said. <laughs> no, not at all. There's a reason.
reason, because a rattlesnake will bite you, correct? Mm. Shake its tail, bite you. How how often have you seen a rattlesnake? Primates, Maybe once in your primates, life. Primates you don't life. even know that. Primates don't even know that, and they, they, they climb a tree. Yeah, almost immediately. They yeah, see one, the they thing's going to bite you. Right, but they don't know that. Don't We're know. talking about things that have never been exposed to snakes. They don't have a book Including to read. People they don't have videos to watch. Oh, they just see a snake, man, and they go, whoa, I see They see a snake with these huge fangs and hissing at them. They don't know what that thing is. It looks like a stick that People have a natural... Common sense. No. You don't touch a snake that's common sense. red They're and monkey. yellow. How would a monkey have common, common sense? sense? Brennan, Everyone, common sense. Brennan. Common sense is Brennan. most likely genius. Brennan, common sense would be, be, be afraid, way more afraid of cars because they kill way more people a year than do snakes, nope. right? But people we know all cars. over the globe. We know cars. People know snakes. Not Look, really. What I'm saying Me, is we know. Minute. That's why we're terrified of What them. are you talking about? People don't know snakes? No, they don't. Wait a minute. Come on, man. People don't know what a snake is. When's or the they don't last know... time you saw a snake? I saw I just a rattlesnake saw... in my yard two days ago. Well, good for you, Joe. You're around rattlesnakes all the time. Well, everybody Mo- is in L.A. L.A., if you have a yard, know it's very snake. possible that People you don't know what snakes are the way they know and what snakes are. In Marina Del Rey, you know how many rattlesnakes are? Zero. That's not true at all. I haven't seen a rattlesnake in the 10 Brennan, years. Brennan, when you Brennan, go from your house to your car, trust me, you, you might not see a rattlesnake, but they're out there. But There's that probably even... a very small population in your neighborhood. The, the point I'm they're making, the you're missing the point. Evolutionary scientists have, deci- have, have, have realized that it. we have a natural, a, a human being seem to have universally a, a phobia of snakes. And and, and they have things and poison. Hold on, hold on, hold on, silly goose. Hold on, they they have a natural (laughs) phobia of snakes, and what that is probably is an evolutionary memory. And I'm and I'm talking. Joe's talking about how you have you create fear memory uh, through generations, and that is an example of that. Whether or not you know you're afraid snakes. The point is, is that there are other things in life you could be, you should be way more afraid of, and people are not because we don't have as long a memory of it, and that's the argument from the no. The, I, the argument Listen, is, I get both arguments. Then why are people scared of aliens? Well, because they're scared of the unknown. We're not yeah. just only scared of things that we see that are scary because our grandfathers got bitten by one. We're also scared of the unknown. We're scared of the dark I think period. I, I think it's a good theory for sure, and it makes sense. But I think there's also some things where, listen, you know, if mm-hmm. Predator walks in my room, I'm not going to be like, hey, man, what's up? Let's hang out. No, no. My- when children, when you go like this, ah, to children, ah, they start crying. Little babies. That Why? scared me. Why, though? Because <laughs> it's a memory of being eaten. It's a memory of being eaten. So what they found is even infants, when you, go, when you bare your teeth and go like this with your hands, you go, ah, and growl. Low noises for infants. That's why when men come into a room, a lot of times, children, when they hear a low voice, especially when the person's talking loud, a man, they immediately are way more afraid of that than they are of, of a woman with a high voice. Why is that? Why do they start crying at strange men? That is, a, that is according to a lot of evolutionary biologists, that is a memory. That, that, that you're actually born with, not, and what's that called? Instinct, right? I mean, it's a type of instinct. Man, or the babies are scared because a giant-ass dude talking all loud. <laughs> <laughs> you just chalk it up to that? They're baby. not afraid of TVs? Yeah. Why are no, they afraid no. Of TVs? Ba- that's, babies are afraid of a lot of shit. They're yeah. afraid of things that don't make sense, like a lady's hat, the fucking giant feather. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. freak out because they no, think it's I'm, a poison I, snake. I get the point you're making, yeah. I, and I think it's true, but I also think sometimes you just know. I, you know what I think? I think it's not either or. I think right. it's both. Yeah, it's but both. what they're saying in this Learned study and, is, and, and what's been proven in this study, though, is pretty unavoidable. If they're, they're detecting the stress response to a very specific smell that they've created, that they associated with electric shocks, and then the, the children have that same reaction, yeah. that's pretty much proof. I mean, but, but then how's this go back to a guy being faithful? Well, you know what, what I was saying? saying is the same thing with racism. 
I was saying that there's things that are even useless things that are passed on from generation to generation. And I think at least at one point in time, there was a time where the human race is probably in jeopardy. And it was probably ridiculous for one guy to have sex with one woman and hope that the race was going to keep going. Everybody fucked as much as they could because half the babies got eaten by jaguars. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds of a fleshy little fucking shitty designed human died of disease survive yeah. Skinny fat build. Yeah. animals wolves yeah. fucking everything Insects. can eat you yeah. until you figure out weapons then you have to band together and that doesn't work out look it's a hard road for a long time for people to make it this far. Now, it's so out of control that we're overwhelming. The population is overwhelming the resources of the planet and will continue to grow at this rate or a, an exponential rate. But a long time ago, man, it was tough to keep people alive. During the Roman times, it was a 50% infant mortality rate. 50%. Yeah, if you had two kids, one of them was going to die for sure. Yep. And you just had to deal with that. So they're just... Having sex with whoever. It was cool. They were mad-dogging it because they were trying to keep the race alive. You know, one of the things well, that they found Roman times, when Lincoln. they were going over the Dead Sea Scrolls was that they, the Dead Sea Scrolls is the, most, the oldest stories of the Bible that are known. It's the only form of the Bible that's written in Aramaic, and they found it in these scrolls in Qumran. It was ri written on animal skins and left in these caves and these, these uh, pots, ceramic yeah. pots. They found that a big part of what they were concerned with was fertility rituals. They were concerned with making sure that they breed, mm. making sure that they carry on. I mean, this is, you know, we're talking like thousands and thousands yeah. of years ago. We, that's nothing, though, when you think about the fact that humans in this form have essentially been around for close to a million years. So for a long time, it was a hard, scrabble life where we might not, might not fucking make it. And the only way we could make it is if we protect our territory and fuck every chick we can. We're just shooting loads into everybody. So Miguel was like, let's do this. And those are the men that made it. The men that made it, the humans that made it, were the ones that had this evolutionary trait. And, and the conversely, by the way. And you're saying that trait's carried on. Yes, well, that trait exists in primates, but all not primates. To, but you, no, I don't think it'll all. I don't think to all. I yes, think some does. still have it. No, it's, it exists in all primates, every single primate. The only primate that's ever been observed to even try to be monogamous is a human being. All the monkeys, the, the gorillas have harems, and the gorillas have such a domination over the, the females that the females never cheat. So because of this, the gorillas' dicks have shrunk to like the size of an inch. That's too bad. Gorillas have tiny that's little so weird, dicks I know. and oh, tiny little balls. Tiny little dicks and but balls. But chimp <laughs> bitches are whores. Chimps are sluts. So chimps have giant balls and giant dicks, but balls. not as big as humans. Right. Human beings are the most promiscuous, and there's a direct correlation between female promiscuity and male testicular size. Really? Yes. The bigger the balls, the more likely the male is surrounded by a bunch of hooahs <laughs> <laughs> who love the dick. So oh, your body geez. recognizes this, and the, the, the competition builds up. Right. So you, you come more, you build up more. There was a bunch of faulty conclusions reached by a book called Sperm Wars, and this book is basically 
basically there was a lot of junk science attached to it and a lot of it was about these killer sperm that attack sperm and kill them but they've never been able to conclusively prove that sperm have any properties other than trying to get someone pregnant there's never been proven that there's sperm that are attacking other sperm or any mechanism in which they kill other sperm but what has been proven is your dick is shaped a certain way okay and the big fat head at the end <laughs> is a goddamn plunger yeah. and like the evolutionary design a dude's got a little dickhead you ever see a porn and the guy's got a little head and you're like yeah. this poor bastard what are you gonna do with that thing <laughs> exactly because evolutionary we look at that the same way we look at a big ass or big tits like that's not a good design right. like look at that little fat, fat dick with a little head you're a mess right. you're not plunging anything <laughs> out I'm not, there. I'm not you can bang my, my, my girl and I'm not, I'm not jealous you're plunging you're using this big fat dick head the bigger the better to squirt out all the other dude's sperm yeah. and then with the hood of the, it the, hooks the, it the out, hooker right? yeah it pulls it out and, that, and then you shoot your this own in there. This is intense. It's intense. This but is that's, super intense. That's the design of the human Everyone's being. Everyone's dick is a plunger. Yeah, everyone's a plunger dick is a plunger. And, a hook. and that's that's real. Are there any anteaters in here? Anyone have a hood hanging over their dick? <laughs> not, <laughs> me. not me. No? Me Joey neither. Diaz has one. You know what? I, and we I didn't know this. But, but we in, got tortured. But in England, most of them have the hoods. I didn't know that. Well, it yeah. should be I was, I, It's genital mutation. I mean, I mutilation, agree. rather. I it's agree. a horrible, it really thing. Because my coach, Tony Jeffries, in Santa Monica, he's having a baby. I said, man, if it's a boy, you're going to cut the hood off, right? Like, it's weird to leave it on there. Apparently, like, He goes, no. He goes, who cuts their hood off? I go, uh... Everybody, yeah. haven't you ever seen a so porno? But, but he, they, they he, do say he, that you're better at, at, at keeping. Uh, at no keeping studies, a, no? no studies whatsoever. All junk science, all right? horseshit, so, so all propaganda. Words, yeah. the, you know, so a lot a of it religious is, thing, right? To it's cut it off. a little bit of religious thing, but it's also I believe that they're preparing for a giant backlash of babies who've had their dick sliced. Because if circumcision was proven to be genital mutilation and stopped, then guess what you open the door for? Lawsuits! Mm. If everybody just decides to go ape shit on the American Medical Association or anybody who allowed essentially a non-beneficial genital mutilation to be the money, norm. Yeah. To be the norm. For real. Do you know what kind of backlash there would be? And this is not a propaganda or rather a, uh, um, a uh, conspiracy theory sort of a, uh, an idea. This no, is the is reality legit. of what's going on genital mutilation on a wide scale that's completely unnecessary that has no health benefits what, what, what's weird is in a locker room nfl college locker room if you had a hood you were the outcast yeah we yeah. made fun of your <laughs> we made fun of your dick yeah but tony was saying in england if you didn't have a hood you got made fun of i bet it's weird right yeah. well one's natural and the other's not right yeah, yeah well it's well, also just like we were talking about with uh, the plates in the lip and all that shit it's just whatever the culture decides is the norm and the culture's decided that cutting your dick that is has the to norm. hurt has to hurt oh, the baby oh of course it does i think so you have a better chance of not contacting like a uh, uh, gonorrhea and things like I think that. That's, I think that's is all that false. True? There is no. no medical society in the world that has recognized any real health benefits to circumcision. Wow. Wow. It's all bullshit. <laughs> Not only that, the risks include infection, hemorrhage, scarring, difficulty urinating, loss of part or all of the penis, and even death. Circumcision complications can also and do occur even if the best in the best clinical settings. I think producers back here a little too smiley over there, fellas. Yeah. You got some hoods? Well, not only that, more than one baby in. this decade yeah. has 
More than one baby has in this decade has died in New York because the rabbis, who are these really heavy religious Jewish dudes, insist on using the moil, who uses the traditional method of circumcision, where they circumcise the baby and then suck its penis to stop the bleeding. And these rabbis have sick. had herpes and given herpes to the babies. They refuse to stop this because this is a religious procedure. There's moils online, rabbis online, that do these videos on like the Jewish name for what that procedure is and how it's written in the Torah and this is why you should do it that way I feel sick. and this is why it's a traditional way. Yeah, could you imagine? Here's the test that the universe has given you. Like they, we're on a we're all following different patterns. I mean, Brian, you've got a nice golf shirt on. I have Converse All Stars. We're all following <laughs> patterns, right? Here's golf the pattern. Shirt. The pattern Fuck is you. there's a fucking ancient religion that was written back when people thought the world was flat. All the fucking rules were written down on animal skins and fucking chicken scratch that you can't even read today and it says you could suck baby dicks you cut their dicks and then you suck them Guess you imagine imagine if that didn't exist and you Where tried to that propose say that, that in today. the uh, is that true absolutely i will show you a video you want to see a video yeah but is that in the old testament play the video where the moil, moil explain, explains about uh, sucking a penis Dude. after circumcision what? it's one of the most horrific things are you sure this things. isn't the internet or this is a uh... no 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 ari told me too i, I talked to ari okay. about it who was raised incredibly religious ari right. studied the torah 12 hours a day and he wow. wa he watched all this shit and he said yeah if the, what the guy said He's seen it. True. He's Cause, seen it? I don't know if he's seen one, it, but one, I bet it happened to him. One of the things that, that John Durant, who wrote the Paleo Manifesto, did my podcast, talked about was the Old Testament the, with the obsession of washing. Um, you know, he calls Moses the first microbiologist, the idea of a guy who they were obsessed with keeping things clean. I don't know. Find out if the guy's talking about it. I mean, read the uh, descriptions or listen to it. The guy's talking about sucking on a penis. To circumcision, pull up circumcision rabbi sucking penis. I bet you'll doctor. Find it. I don't have any kids. If I did, and doctor touched my kid's dick, he's getting well. A doctor he's is getting supposed to touch your kid's up. dick to make not, sure everything's okay. Not with his mouth, th son. With this guy, first of all, a he's not a doctor. He's a fucking rabbi. religious nut. He's a cult member. That's what that guy is. I mean, if if there was no religion, that's extreme. That's a not extreme at all. If there was no religion, if religion didn't exist, and some guy came along and dressed like a fucking spaceman and wanted to suck baby dicks, he'd be like, "Well, that guy's in a cult." But because it's around for a thousand years, it's not a cult. Oh, it's a religion. It's a fucking cult. Anytime you can get people to adhere to an ideology that you have to look to the stars to find your fucking answers in some magical man who has rules like not mixing meat with milk and well, that's cutting a baby dicks. Sure, a, a, a lot of those rules, John Durant was, just wrote this book. A lot of those rules were were very practical back in the day. Not eating sure. pork was because you didn't want to get trichinosis. Exactly. Sexual laws were, you know, the, the restrictions on sex were just because you didn't want to catch syphilis and things back in the day. So Suck, a lot of that there's stuff There's no cutting sense. and baby dick sense. I don't know anything about cutting, that. Cutting, zero sense. Yeah. Cutting, sucking, yeah. baby dick, all that doesn't work. I know work. that comes from Moses when he cut his own penis to show his subservience to God in the Old Testament. That's Jeez. a very weird way hey, to uh, show your subservience. Spe speaking of but, penis, but, you ever had a friend Jesus, break a dick? Moses. I heard of that before. I've had never a friend had a break friend. a dick. Had to rush from the murder. Emergency room. Oh, yeah. oh Russian emergency room. Does it ever get fixed totally, or is it always kind of hooked? It kind of, yeah, curves to the left a little bit. Wow. His balls literally, internal bleeding filled up. Oh, my God. Looked like God. purple gecko skin. That's why you got to be careful with crazy bitches. You got to get double underhooks on crazy bitch. You do, man. If a crazy bitch is riding you, you got you to gotta hold their ass, but like a firm Muay Thai. You know how you got <laughs> like that plum? plum. <laughs> yeah. You can't just do this, because if you do this, there's too much yep. lateral room. Yep. There's yep. room for no, too keep much. Her, keep bro, her down. I got to tell a story. Maybe Gable grip. 
the lower hips. That's Bro, a good move I, too. My buddy is huge. You've met this guy. Yep. I'm not gonna say his name on here. This guy's six six two seventy. Shredded. Giving away his Stop. weight. People are gonna figure out who it is. Nah, they won't figure out who it is. <laughs> so he's like, he tells me, he goes, "Bro, this girl wants it so hard." He goes, "I don't know what to do." I go, "How hard?" He goes, "I'm gonna film it next time." Film it. <laughs> so he films it, and it's one of the most disturbing videos I've ever seen. I mean, he's getting air like wham. <laughs> Wham! I'm like, dang. God, a week, crazy. A week later, he calls me. He goes, dude, get over here. I rush over. I go, what's the? Ma-? He's on the ground, butt, butt naked. Like, what's the matter? He goes, that video I showed you, I was backing up, missed. My penis hit her oh! ass cheek. Broke his dick. Oh, my God. Broke his dick. So this is what I tell him. I go, bro, <sighs> this is an easy fix, right? I, I, I've, I'm, I have no idea how to handle this. Dr. Schaub. Yeah, Dr. Schaub in the house. Big brown Dr. Schaub in the house. I go, this is an easy fix. I'm going to step out of the room. You put a little porno on. You get erect. We're just going to line it right back up. Right? <laughs> just line it right back up. Just like you fix a broken nose. Right? That's a lit. That's a great strategy. Yeah. Right? Right? It makes sense. That's a great I strategy. I walked out of the room. Ten minutes later, I hear, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So I call my doctor, buddy. I'm like, yo, man. My, my buddy was hooking up with this girl. Broke his dick. He goes, well, are like, his testicles big? I go, yeah, man, they're pretty big. I go, let me see your testicles, man. Shows me. These things are the size of a grapefruit and looks like gecko purple dotted skin oh, all over. You I, rush, get to the doctor. I rush them to the emergency room because of internal bleeding. And uh, people thought we were just two gays. They thought, <laughs> you know, two we're both giant big dudes. <laughs> two <laughs> giant gay men. Both big dudes. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I, I wish I could make this up. He's straddled in a gurney like this, right? He's like this. Things hanging down. It's filling up. Talking to the mic. This nurse comes in. Hey, boys. Flaming, flaming gay guy, right? Which is whatever. I'm cool with that. Right. Legs up in a straddle. If this is his broken penis, this dude's like this. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Listen, we'll get a doctor and we'll be right back. And he's doing that to his balls? And I'm like, what is going on here? Leaves, Doc comes in, old dude. I'm like, oh, thank God. Doc comes in, he goes, yeah, man, this is really bad. I go, yeah, the, the nurse was kind of, um, you know, he's grabbing him, man, and, and saying how bad he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> a nurse physically touched his penis. I go, touched? It was like that was a, a, a freaking telescope. This oh, guy was, God. I mean, nose deep in his, in his, on his dick. And he goes, Wow, I need to get the name of that guy because that is not code here. He should ah, not be doing that. That guy just came in a dick scan. Yeah, he did. He's not even a nurse. Probably not even a nurse. Probably not even a nurse. Let me borrow that, that, that white jacket. I'll give you $500 <laughs> for that white jacket. He's got an app on his phone, and when anybody gets administered to the hospital with a broken dick, he fucking shows up, ah, puts on his lab coat. He's big this, and handsome. This, this urologist comes in, and I go, I got to be honest, man. How did you get into basically majoring in dicks? Like, what road did you go down? And he said in Egypt, there's some place in Egypt where um, there's a religion. They might be Muslim, I'm not sure, but they get erections. They think it's de- the Satan's work, and they break their dick. That's not in. That's not Muslim religion. That might be. Well, a, no, it's an extremist Muslim religion. He was saying they're a Muslim. It, it just sounds like 
a dumb person who. Well, what? Does a, that. Hey, this is okay, what the doctor well, Whatever said. it is, it's yeah. another crazy. Cult. But he was saying, and these guys need help, so he got into it because he was exposed to it. So these guys think it's Satan's work, the devil's work. They get erections, snap their dicks, oh! and a lot of them die from internal bleeding. He, they rush doctors down there. So most urologists go yeah. down to this part of the world that's, that's, to fix it. That's yeah. God. Anyways, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, God, try uh, break, he, He's all good now. The update of my friend, all good. They gave him pills so he couldn't get an erection for six weeks, and his dick was in a splint. Really, yeah. a splint, a splint, splint. And, and it's so because now it just has a hook. Yeah, a slight of, hook or a big well, one. Uh, is it I mean, noticeable? It's, it's not, oh, it's definitely noticeable. What's that operation? You can cut the tendon and it makes your dick longer. Oh, but, it, but sometimes but your dick gets hard. Around. Your dick gets hard and it goes straight down. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that was the complication. That's, How much longer could it make it? You got to jerk off downward, huh? <laughs> How much longer could it make it? An uh, inch? Like an inch is your two dick inches. That small? Really? Yeah, an inch to two inches. You can cut the tendon that will actually create more length to your dick. But the problem was that the for whatever reason the tendon is. One of the instrumental tenants in keeping it very hot, you know, uh, erect. You would think they would build some sort of implant for that by now. They have implants for everything else. People are so fucking weird. We're so weird weird that we'd be willing to cut our dick to stretch it out an inch. Well, you know, guys, if you could get fake dicks, as like the way women get fake tits, guys would be walking around with 15 inch dicks. No, they wouldn't because women wouldn't want it. See, there's a big That's difference. That's why you. guys aren't allowed to wear toupees, and guys, yeah, girls yeah, can wear yeah. wigs. We don't give a fuck. I know. Girls can have fake tits. Who cares? Right. If a guy has fake shoulders, <laughs> imagine if a guy was walking around with fucking <laughs> fake shoulders, and you're like, "Oh my god, I love your shoulders." And you're like, "Scorch, scorch." They're yeah. like fucking fake tits. They sell like, shirts Mushy. like that. They sell True. shirts like that. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They sell shirts. Yeah. Shirts. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've looked into it. You looked into it. I did a world's dumbest. No, I did a world's dumbest, and they had, and it was one of the inventions where they sell them. Well, that's there's they have pants that women wear that like suck everything yeah. tight to their ass. Sure. Spanx. Yeah, yeah, that's what Spanx, they're called, right? They all made yeah. millions. But isn't that crazy? Like women can have fake tits. Women can have a lot of fake things. Hair extensions. But we, does not bother me at all. We don't care because we're trying to fuck as many of them as possible. That's what the the monkey DNA wants to do. Yeah. So when the when the monkey has no problem with the fake tits, they're like, "That's great for now. Let's go." Right. You know, or they're hey, I like it. It's big. It fucking sticks out the way I like it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Your your DNA is so scrambled, whereas the woman looks at you with your fake shoulders like, oh, this weak shit. <laughs> that's, that's motherfucker weak can't even grow a shoulder. Well, because I think women want- Oh, you're not coming in me. <laughs> yeah, women want utility. No you gotta, you got to be able to get the job done. They want utility. Yeah. Men like things that are static, that look good, that we can grab and fuck. But women need, you know, I mean, I'm saying evolutionarily, yeah. you would, you, I would imagine women need, you got to go out there and actually hunt something while I'm taking care of the kids. And if you got fake shoulders, I'm going to help you catch that deer well, shit. Well, not only that, you're like a weak person that's not able to like completely look at reality. Bro, like, but I think yeah. that this is Delusional. why you can see a hot chick with a pretty crappy dude. You know what I'm saying? You never can see a great looking dude with a real fat or ugly girl. That's true. But you, that's what well, you do if he's gay. But you do see, you, you also see like these guys that are with these girls and the girl is like way better looking than the guy. Younger probably. Yeah. He's a sugar daddy. Yeah, you, you see that a lot. Yeah, but a lot of times women are attracted to I a would guy never date he's a good girl. at something. Like if a guy's really good at something and he's not that good looking, women find that very attractive. So you get a guy who's someone's just, older. No, but you get a guy who's really <laughs> <laughs> someone's older. No, I mean if you're like really funny, you got really good skill, man, you can still get those young girls and they're no, naturally into you. There are wrong some. wrong cause Bill Billy, who works at the arcade, who's jacked, has no skill. She's gonna take Billy, that works at the arcade, over you, who has a skill. You say that, that, but then you see David Spade with a dime. Yeah, you know, a lot of that because he's funny. 
Right. Yeah. yeah, and he's also rich and famous. Funny, rich, you know, good at something. Fame's yeah. tough. Fame, fame is different. Bro, uh, fame's different. There are a lot of good that's, rock that's and rollers. That's when you get rollers. the chicken heads. There are a lot of guys. <laughs> that's of guys, where chicken heads come in. There are a lot of guys not chicken looking heads? and play. Yeah, chicken heads. What's that mean? Chicken heads, like girls, just fame. You know, girl. They're, 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 just, they're just bimbos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, chicken heads. Chicken yeah. heads. But, but guys, you said that as if we would know what you mean. Oh yeah. yeah I thought you would. I don't. I say. You know what he meant? Chicken heads. I've heard him use the expression before, but it's a weird expression. Chicken head is a female who likes cock. A female <laughs> likes giving head. Bobbing. This is in the Urban like Dictionary. A chicken. Yeah. A dance Bobbing move. up and down like a chicken, and it's a dance move. Okay. Well, Brendan Schaub's got his own definition of chicken head. Yeah, there you there go. You go. It's diff- I get it. But I if a guy it. can play the guitar really well and he's not that good looking, he's getting laid. <laughs> Amy Schumer had a strange thing uh, we were talking about last night, being a girl. Like She was talking about how being a girl sucks because you have uh, an expiration date. On yeah. the time where people want to fuck you. For sure. And it's running. It's like a clock that's running. Yep. From the moment you realize that sex is important till nobody wants to fuck you anymore. Ready? Go. TikTok, TikTok, yeah. TikTok. I heard my grandmother talking about how devastating it was the first time she realized men stopped looking at her. Dang. She said she said she she realized Whoa. she was finally old when she walked by a group of construction workers oh, and not man. one of them looked up. Whoa. And she said that was when and I, and she was with other older women and they all went, "Yep, I remember that day too." I remember Dang, that day. That's and I remember I, my heart broke I was about 15 or 16. Yeah, I remember looking at her and I went, man. "Man, that's a tough that's a tough day." Meanwhile, I, I, I had some Loren, girl, I had some girl tell me, "Still don't hot. don't waste my time cuz I'm in my prime. I have 3 more years left." That's what some oh, girls are. She's smart. God, she's don't smart. waste my time. I had a girl tell me I wasted, uh, you know, I wasted a year of my life with you when yeah, I didn't yeah. want to keep dating. I was like, I've, okay. I've had a couple. Now months. I go, you just totally <laughs> let me know that I made the right decision. For sure. I when thought, they say that, yeah, yes. I thought we dated and went to dinner and had a lot of fun. And I thought, less like all my other friends, I enjoyed your company. Yeah. I didn't know that you were like investing. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking in our twenties, you know. I was yeah. like. 23 or something like that. I was like, I wasted a year. Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Because a lot of girls are raised to think, you know, you've got to, I mean, even my own mother, who's a really smart woman, said to my my sister when she went to get her MBA, my si- she went, hey, listen, you're going to get your MBA. That's great. Work on your MRS as well, you know. What's that? Your Mrs. Oh, Mrs.? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, well, I, I, tell, I, tell, I tell Brian all the time. Well, we talk about this. Me and Brian talk <laughs> about relationships guy, all the time. I'll talk to Brian how I'm like, man, I'm a little stressed out. Shouldn't I be having kids or doing something here? Shouldn't I be coming home with a wife, making food and stuff? And Brian goes, no, man. That's what society wants you to do. Yeah. That's the norm. That's what everyone wants you to do. Yeah, I've had this to- conversation with people who uh, ask me because they know I love having kids. And they go, do you think that everyone should have a kid? If I didn't have a kid, would I still be happy? And I said, absolutely not everybody shouldn't have a kid. I go, you can be a great person, have a great life, affect a great amount of people around you, be a joy to be around, contribute every step of the way, be a, a, a great example, inspire people, and never have kids. 100%. You don't, you don't have 100%. to. It doesn't make you better, And but people take this goddamn self-righteous attitude when they do have kids, yeah. and I resent it. And I have kids, and I love I love my kids. I, I would never trade being a father for anything. It's a fantastic experience. But have a kid when you are ready, and have a kid if you feel something. Or missing. don't. How about or this? Don't. Or don't. Or don't. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like right. it, It's a great thing for me. I enjoy it, but you don't have to. I know a lot, like my friend Chris Ryan, Dr. Chris Ryan, who wrote uh, Sex at Dawn. Yeah. He made a conscious decision when he was younger. No kids. Mm-hmm. He wanted to travel the world. He lived in Barcelona. I mean, he wrote books. Yeah. He decided he had a life that he wanted to live. You ready for did- this? P. 
pisses me off when people don't want kids. Really? Why? No, my brother don't want kids and it drives me nuts. Why does it drive you Because he loves them. Give something back, man. You're put on this earth to pro- procreate. Give something back. Oh, I don't know about all that. Why are you put on this earth to procreate? Okay, in my, the fr- in For the my exact same Ryan. reason, homeboy, before they were all dying, was building the population. Not everybody has that much to offer. So some people, some people may, like, you, uh, how about somebody who is basically unhappy with their life? Should they have kids? Well, or if they don't have anything to Damn it. Too much Stevie again. That's Yeah, watch how I do, bro. This is the, like the super uh, stuff. That's what I do. Uh, yeah, there's more of these. Grab another the whole one. Of these. Formula, man. Grab another one, man. Cal ain't gonna drink all this. He doesn't even drink it. He gave up already. He's falling asleep. Look at him over there. The I'm all I'm all like sensitive. I have one cup. Um I'm like, ooh, I feel shaky. I, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know that what I'm you saying? You think that there's a, a good thing to do. Well, if I just you're don't like people person. like, well, well, I like clothes. I like shopping. I like my vacations. I don't want kids. Why is that bad? You know what? Lose my number, you're not my friend anymore. Whoa, how dare you? Yeah. But why is that bad? Why do you care I don't what other know. people I like just and care, don't like? Man. I don't know. It that doesn't make me. any sense. Especially if they're close to me. You know what drives me nuts, man? If people hate kids. And yes. so there's something about women hating kids. I wrote this on Twitter once that I view women who don't like kids the same way I view dogs who like to eat their own shit. <laughs> and then this, this male feminist guy wrote this huge That's a blog about thing it. To say. I should have said hate. I said don't like. So he connected it to the only reason why women exist in his world is to have children. Like they added a bunch of stupid shit that I don't believe at all, all right. to to reinforce this idiotic point. You're writing a blog about a tweet, you fucking idiot. True. You know that's that's what you're doing. And he, he, by the way, he's an academic too. He's, he's a oh professor. Boy. First of all, for you singles but, out there, red flags if a girl likes cats, doesn't like dogs, and doesn't like kids. Yeah. All red flags. Well, carry on. Uh, in some people's lives, in some people's lives, it's a good thing. If you want a chick that doesn't like kids and you don't like kids, it's if she fine. doesn't like kids, she's probably pretty selfish, my man. Could be. You're right. No, no. This or, is one hundred percent. Most likely, most likely, or you're right. she's into something, or she's just into. She what could she's be into, a, or yeah, she's she into yoga and makes eight dollars a day. I mean, who it, look? It, well, just, she could not be. Not everybody has to want children. Well, yeah, it could I'm be also that she has flag. some sort of a really demanding occupation. You know, she oh, yeah, could be a like, doctor. Like or, or, she or she had a really bad day. childhood. Or she yeah. had a really bad childhood. Okay. And, and is, and, and Again, you guys are talking about the exception. I'm t- in general, in mm, general, know, but she doesn't want kids. Someone who has a really good uh, career or a demanding career today, that's not really the exception that much. There's a lot of women who have very demanding careers today. Yeah, and very fulfilling You careers. don't run into them? I do. Look at Brenda just made the, like I just farted. You know what? In L.A., yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, a model, actress, I mean. Bro, listen to what you what you t- just said right there. <laughs> what are you pulling from? You're not like getting regular women. Well, right. I live in L.A., man. I understand. Well, there's another well, world. I, I get let's, what you're saying. Let's broaden yes. our horizons yes. and try, even though we're three I'm talking men from, here. I'm talking from Brendan Schaub and Marina Del Rey. I'm not talking about from I understand. the world. And Brendan Schaub and Marina Del Rey looks at Schaub's people that world, don't want to have kids yes, and is like, and, fuck and, you. Yes. Lose my number. There you go. There you go. There you go. 100%. And Brendan Schaub's world, she goes, hey, I'm Kelly. I love cats. I have eight cats. I hate kids and I hate dogs. I'm like, cool. Uh, Over. Red flag. Well, yeah, that's, that's a little extreme. That's a, that lack, not liking dogs thing is a weird thing because it's like, unless you're allergic to them, that I understand. But if, I you're, agree. if it's like a, like a nurture thing, like you, you don't like animals that like you or need you. I'm, I like my cat because I can push it away. It never cries. You know, I leave food. Yeah, that's I go a different. Out of town that's for a the personality I leave food. I that's that. a that's a personality yeah. trait. Like I love dogs. What somebody one time explained to me what a dog is, and they were talking. I read this article about how dogs evolved to be really friendly. Yeah, and that's how they manipulate. It was on you. Cosmos. It was right. on Cosmos. And when I read that, I went, I was like, 
maybe I don't like my dog as much as I used to. I used to really <laughs> like be like my dog's like a human. I talk to him now. I'm like, oh, yeah. ah, you're a dog. You're manipulating me. <laughs> you're I'm manipulating you. I know. I, they're it, born just for a little while, shitty circumstances. I, yeah, for a little while, I lost a little of my affection. <laughs> I, I love. Like, oh, I love dogs. Man. Love them. Yeah, man. I'll never not have dogs. My wife's allergic to dogs. I'm like tough shit. I We're having dogs. dogs. <laughs> we'll have dogs. Does she take medication or shots? No, she just doesn't like hug them. As long as she doesn't hug them, it's fine. It's not severe. Really? Yeah, but and if she hugs them, she just gets red marks on her arms. It's very common. No, but some people, man, like um, Gary Valentine, a buddy of mine, you know Gary, comic? He um, couldn't come over my house because I have cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have cats? I have cats and dogs. Dang, Doug. Yeah, I love animals. I do too, but not cats. You don't like cats? I'm allergic to them. Oh, I well, there you had, go. I never had a cat. <clears throat> Gary couldn't even walk in the house. His, his yeah. voice would, his, uh, his, his pipe Throat. would start shrinking up. Couldn't breathe. <laughs> wow. You talk about like it'd make him whistle. Yeah, like I can't a whistle touch my eyes. No. If, if, I over, if I came over your house, I can't touch my face. My eyes are swollen shut. Wow. I'm allergic, to, I'm allergic to nothing. How about think about that? What a weird response that is. Normal shit for other people, like a bag of peanuts. Given to some people, and it's yeah, death. Weird. Well, well, how about I was eating a lot of Brazil nuts, and then for whatever reason, but the Makes inside of my mouth, no, the, well, yeah, <laughs> not not me, really, not yeah. me. Get this: the inside of my mouth would swell up to the point where I was like, why? Why is the inside of my mouth? Literally, I was like, whoa, 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 and it got worse and worse. And then <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on? So my mother comes over and she goes, "Those are Brazil nuts." I go, "Yeah." She goes, "You know, if I eat one, I would die." And I went, what do you mean? She goes, I can't even eat. I th- and she said, no, she, she ate half a Brazil nut that was in a salad a long time ago, and she had to be rushed to the hospital. Why didn't this bitch tell you? Right. So what <laughs> I realized is that I'm clearly <laughs> allergic to, yeah. you know, to Brazil nuts, and I was woofing down. I mean, woofing down. At too. least partially, you know. Yeah, you probably partially. don't have it as bad as her. No, I don't have, but, but when you lack, a, I guess, an enzyme for certain nuts or whatever. you Yeah, you Brazil die. nuts are high in zinc, I think. Have you, have you ever had your blood type tested for what you're I've allergic not. to? I want to do my genome. I did a whole diet where they, they test your blood type to see what you're allergic to and said I'm allergic to egg yolk, and that's really it. Yeah, nuts. That's crazy. Br- Br- Brazil nuts actually can increase your testosterone. That's why I was eating them. I, the, the trainer told me to take them in my really? shake. Really? Yeah. Like a, Br- Brazil nuts. A mass amount of them or what? No, like Supposedly, seven, seven. super fucking healthy for you. It says uh, it's, it's selenium, apparently. Also, it helps uh, lower your LDL or bad cholesterol, reduces the incidence of blood clots and heart disease. If I eat a shitload <laughs> of Brazilian nuts, are they going to be like... Don't eat a lot of nuts. Brendan tested positive for Brazilian Don't nuts. Don't eat a lot of nuts. Well, it like says they're... here they actually caution, limiting yourself to no more than two Brazil nuts per day because they are so loaded and concentrated with selenium that you don't want to overdose. Right. Copper and selenium are very important minerals, but w- with minerals, like, balance is really key. Right. So you got to be real careful with, like, overdosing the, the, certain minerals. Well, selling, if I come across these... Brazilian nuts, I'll take the, this into were... account, fellas. Dose. Deuce. Dose daily. They were they were selling these mega vitamins. These uh these this guy was talking about how they were selling vitamin E tablets, gel caps, and it was three thousand over three thousand milligrams. And they, they the guy said to get you'd have to eat fifteen hundred almonds to get that much vitamin E. That's and, too much. And it's just too much. You That's be a lot of vitamins. Yeah, you got to be careful. Too much. You got to be careful. Yeah, well, you can't be an idiot. Yeah, but, it's pretty basic. But, but people, it's easy to be an idiot. Yeah, it's, it's easy, easy to be an idiot. You know, that's what's really weird about the supplement, about the supplement business. Like, uh, it's it's very tricky. Like, what affects certain people doesn't affect other people. Like with Alpha Brain, for instance, when we first put Alpha Brain out, we had slightly different ingredients. 
because some people had an adverse reaction. They would get like a headache mm. when they would take it. It wasn't mm. a dangerous thing, but it was enough for like, hmm, this is, we got to back this down a little bit. And right. so you, you got to be careful with like certain reactions that some people have, you know, like you with cats, like you with peanuts. Like that's the thing when it comes to vaccinations. Like everybody talks about vaccinations. Like you're either in the camp of you believe that vaccinations are evil and they cause autism, or you're in the camp that those people are idiots and they're dangerous and then these anti vaccine people are really making all these diseases like measles show up in New York City again. But the reality is that the truth lies somewhere in the middle because yes, vaccines are super important. They're the reason why we don't have a lot of infectious diseases that wrecked havoc and there's science behind them and it's fascinating. The human beings have figured out how to create these things that have fight off diseases, but some people are going to have adverse reactions to everything. Yep. That's the reality that's right. of medication. That's the reality of foods. That's 100%. the reality to environment. There's some people that can't live in the desert. A very small number. A very small well, number. You're right. Depends. You're right. We're but, dealing with the masses. But you're the dealing. Majority. But you're dealing with 300 million people. For sure. So, but when you're trying when to make you have money those on a small people. But what I'm saying is, when you have those the small amount of people, if you have 300 million people and all of them get vaccinated, you're going to have a hundred people, a thousand people. You're going to have all these examples of things that went wrong. And people look at that and go, "Well, look." There's so many people where things are going wrong. But what you're not thinking about is the just sheer numbers of people kept from being diseased. Sheer numbers of people that we, how we contain polio, we contain. They think smallpox probably killed 500 million people throughout history. Yeah. Unbelievable. And And we we squashed it out through vaccination. Polio put so many children in. On iron lungs and in yeah. wheelchairs. I mean, and not only that, they did it in our grandparents' lifetime. That's right. You know, it's, it, incredible, incredible discoveries have been made by science. But it doesn't mean that some people... Don't just have like, an adverse reaction. Some people are going to eat peanuts and they shouldn't. They're going to die. Yeah. It's going to happen every year. Yeah. Every year, more than 1,000 people die from aspirin. Yeah. They take aspirin and And when they you die. take supplements, make sure you, you look into the data because a, not, a lot of this stuff is not regulated. So if you're going to take massive doses of whatever it might be, make sure you take a look at the data. Take Take a look at the double-blind studies. See if it, if, if it bears out. Well, There's not only that. There's a way that, to test this stuff. It's also, when you, get, when you get a supplement, like say if you're running a supplement company and you're buying vitamin B12, okay? Yeah. You got to fucking test the vitamin B12 you get from the source. Right. Whatever it is. Vitamin D, vi- whatever you're, you're getting. You have to test it. You have to test it independently because with Alpha Brain, we've had to make sure we we've had in the past we had problems with manufacturers having like bad mixtures, like the well, mixtures with were bone off. meal. When you said calcium from bone meal has a great deal of lead in it or some something like that. I think it's lead. What is but they were Alpha finding Brain? crazy amounts of lead in bone meal for whatever reason. I can't remember if that's the exact thing, but it was it was like a meta, it was a, a case a, a lawsuit. And the vitamin company was brought up on on charges because the source of where they were getting their calcium was very heavy in, uh, I, I believe it was lead, wow. a certain metal. Yeah. So you got to know where it's sourced from, and you've got to know what your body's like. It's so hard to tell what the fuck's going on in your body. I told you I was having that problem with uh, I had arsenic in my blood. It turned out it was from sardines. Yeah. You yeah. must have been eating a shitload of sardines. He did. He's eating a lot of Take sardines. Take it easy on the sardines, every, kid. Every, every scientist I've had, like I've talked to They're on bad, the podcast apparently. and stuff says, uh, they always come down to one thing. None of them say meat's bad for you. Can I take these and right most, yeah, 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 take them all. Yeah, take, them. I take four. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get you some of the uh, shroom tech. Shroom tech's some fascinating shit. Shroom, shroom tech? tech? sport. Yeah, it's all cordyceps mushroom. It's all uh, oxygen utilization. 
I'll, I'll show you all the data behind it and send it to you. It was all uh, developed for the Chinese Olympic team. Really? Yeah, fascinating stuff. They found it in uh, high-altitude herding populations. These animals that would eat these, uh, these mushrooms would be more active. Mm. And so the, uh, the people started observing it, and then they started cultivating it. Well, and they started it, using it sounds, it from, from hearing you guys talk, it sounds like it should hire you as my nutritionist. I told you about this lady. You I have a good nutritionist? Uh, no, Joe. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Great. This is great. Uh, no, I know. Oh, yeah. Listen, Actually, listen I this. don't. This is I a great story. Her. I was recommended to this lady. I'm not going to say her name okay. or where she's okay. at. I was recommending this lady. She goes, yeah, so this is what we do. And she goes, what are you looking to do? I go, I, lo- I love to eat clean. I feel good eating clean. I'm not lo- looking to lose weight. You know, I want to stay the same way. Just I like to eat healthy. Perfect. I deal with, I deal with a lot of high-level athletes. I got you. I'm not making this shit up. I showed Brian. This bitch gave me chili cheese fries for breakfast. Chili cheese fries and rice was for my breakfast. I took a picture of it, emailed her. I said, I think, I think my order got messed up because you said you got to pick up your meals, right? Right. I'm like, I think the order got messed up. There's cheese and chili all over some fries for my breakfast. She goes, you have a busy day of training. You're going to need the calories. Yeah, she lasted for a week, huh, Brian? Why did I you keep her for a week? What about the meeting? What was the meeting Even like? I can't remember what she day. said. Oh, the chili meat. cheese fries. Chili cheese fries. Fucking crazy bitch. Crazy bitch. And by the yeah. way, in the mail, in the mail, my chili cheese fries better be fresh. I don't want them in the mail. <laughs> they don't put them in the mail. Yeah. They deliver. Them. I don't. I Whatever. Like, I, get, I get meals delivered. When did you delivered. cook them? Three yes. hours earlier. No, I get I, meals delivered. Do you Sunfair? Really? Yeah, I you get Sunfair. No, I use a a private company. Yeah, yeah. Small company. Yeah, Sunfair. So woman runs. She runs it. She was a. She had a job as a, um, uh, I, I forget what it was, but she, she got fired or what have you, and she starts uh, her own like food business. Well, she yeah, starts so cooking I, I got chili friends. cheese fries, I fired her, and then um, it, it didn't go, we didn't mix right from the start. Right when we sent, she goes, I was in a rush, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm here to pick up my meals, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, can we just sit down for a while? I'm like, Sure. So she's like, well, you got to sign this contract. I'm going over it. It's like, I, Brendan Schaub, for the next 37 days, will not eat junk food. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What? Will not drink soda. Cool, I don't drink soda. Third one down, will not drink coffee. I don't skip that one. Keep going. Will not, will not. Cool. And she's looking at it, going through the page. She goes, okay, we're good. Oh, you missed one right here. And I go, yeah, you're talking about the coffee one? She goes, yeah. I go, that ain't happening. She goes, excuse me? I go, I mean, we can get into this if you want, but there's clinical studies that show coffee helps out with workouts, and I mean, there, there, it's not bad for you if you do in moderation. She goes, well, then I don't know. I go, well, I'll tell you right now, it's not going to work out. I'll, I'll walk at it right now. She goes, all right, I'll make one exception. And then just right there, I was like, God, this is not going good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't work with her anymore. Long story short, she got fired. Chili cheese fries should have fired her. That shit's ridiculous. You should Weird. be eating fruit and vegetables, not chili fucking yeah, cheese man. fries. It's chili cheese You're, fries he, with he, rice. Because she said pre-workout. I needed the calories. Oh, my God. She's so retarded. This is pre-workout. Has she ever worked out hard a day in her life? Do you know what kind of throw up and shit would come out of your body if you ate chili cheese fries and then did like a strength and conditioning workout, did Crazy. box jumps and kettlebells and... Battle robes, my chili running through your bowels. You ready for this? I, 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 <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. I, 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 I have to itself. be one of the only heavyweights who's on a diet like this. It's called a, a alpha diet. I don't eat breakfast. 
I do bulletproof coffee and the MCT oil, and I hit the ground running. And well, I, that I, is, I don't eat to about you two. You juice, though, right? Don't you juice in the morning? Vegetable juice, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's something, that's too. It. And you, you'd be amazed at how much, you know, butter and MCT oil. You're dealing, the, the reason why this bulletproof blend works is because you have the healthy fats connected to the caffeine. It's a slow burn of the caffeine. But you can't get over the actual calories. I mean, someone should take one of these things and find out how much, a, like, a thermos of this bitch is calorically with that much butter and that much MCT oil. I bet it's quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Eating a funk on hunk of butter takes you a while for your body to digest those fat. fats. Yeah. But it's that's what I'm burning. easy, though. Yeah, you could it, burn. Yes. Like, it's a great way to work out. The like best. To, to drink that stuff in the morning because you feel full, you have energy, and yet you still get a good workout well, in. What about drinking? What about um, eating... A sugar source before you work out, like uh, like what would be good? Like they say, fruits. That you can, uh, Nothing's like, better than fruits. Yeah, so not fruit. not pancakes or no, stuff like that. No, no, Hell no, 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 no. That's terrible for you. Why don't pancakes you eat some pancakes, some chili cheese fries. Even if you're doing like uh, uh, endurance sports, gluten is a tricky thing, man. Because if you have a bad reaction it, to gluten, um, you're you're gonna have all sorts of issues. And even if you don't have a bad reaction to gluten, the studies are showing pretty clearly that it causes inflammation. And it, you may be fine, but yeah. with a lot of people, you get this bloated appearance. Like, I've seen people go from wheat to no wheat, and then their their face shrinks in, their their body looks different. It's like your body's f- inflamed, right. and it's a lot of weird calories. It's calories where your body's breaking down glue, you right. know? I mean, it tastes great. I mean, I love lasagna. I love pasta. I love delicious bread. Sure. I don't it's anymore. great. You go to a restaurant, Italian restaurant, they bring over that bread, and you smell it, and you put some butter on that. And, me, and oh. Brian, me and Brian like a nice cheese plate. Oh, yeah. A little bread, a little cheese plate. Cheese plate's nice. Yeah, it is. The problem is gluten is just not a smart choice. If you're thinking about what you're going to put in your body, why fuck around with that? You could have lettuce, and you can have all sorts of delicious greens, and you can have fresh meats. You're going to have a good, you, your body's going to have good nutrients. It's going to have what it needs. When you're having gluten or pasta or anything like that, you're just giving it a nice, delicious taste. Yeah. And if that's what you're cool with, that's cool. You know, you're just out on a, a date, want to have sure. a delicious meal. But if you want performance food for your body, you really shouldn't fuck with anything that's complicated. You it want it clean, yeah, burning, exactly. in and out. Like sweet potatoes. Chicken and breasts, sweet potatoes, fish. yams, fish. You know, if you can get some uh, game, you get buffalo some fucking meat. deer, buffalo. buffalo. Yeah. Tur- you know what else is good? Lamb. Brian would shut up. Would you, have, would, you, would you guys hunt? Deer. Oh, deer. Deer. So good. Brian yeah. would shut oh, up about so it. So good. It's so rich in nutrients oh, and vitamins. Never and had it. So low in cholesterol. I'll roast, dude. I'll make a roast. You tell you me know, this. You an elk steak, a, a 12-ounce elk steak, has less cholesterol than a 12-ounce chicken breast. I eat the shit out of that steak. Nothing right? better than elk it's steak. It's so good for you, too. It tastes so good. It's like almost got a sweet taste to it. It's a dark red meat. Damn. Oh, elk tenderloin on a grill. It it's so Steve good. Steve Rennell is eating every meat, that's po- every meat, including mountain lion. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, you see Elk's the best. And he goes... Um, yeah, he said, if I had to eat one meat every day, it'd be elk. Yeah, a lot of people think that. And it's Never a had giant elk. animal. Never had elk. You should be hunter. You'd love it. Nah, man, I hate, I hate, yeah. I don't I like sent him, I sent I a picture like of the deer I shot. You don't have to go, Duns. We could use bow and arrow. I'd do it like a man. Would well, you be down for that? that? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I the sent three a of us, of deer bow I hunting, Tahone Ranch. I'd be down for that. I bet you would be down for that. Naked and afraid, too. I'm doing this thing. Are we naked? I'm doing this thing. No, 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 we're going to wear No, have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? I'm going to wear extra clothes just because you said that. Have you Wreck shop on that show. I think you do fine until you got your dick bit by a spider and then you cry. There you go. No. Because um, I'm, I'm covering Tahone myself Ranch. in mud. Tahone Sorry. Ranch, hour and a half north of here. 
we we stay for a weekend, we film it, we go pig hunting with bows and arrows. Let's do it. I'm so down. Are you Wait, down? just for two days though, right? Two days. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Saturday he and Sunday. And then we Hey, and then we spot on Sunday, huh, fellas? Spot? <laughs> spot each other lifting? Is no, that what you're spot, saying? Spot. Spot. Oh, spot. Hot tub, okay. facials. I got confused. I he, like, he, you know he's a prima donna. Mm. He'll be like, if he, if he goes, the toughest, one of the toughest guys on the planet, he misses a meal. It, if he's a half hour late to a meal, he's like this. I'm lightheaded, man. I'm starving. Well, you got to think of what he's doing with his body. <laughs> All day. You can't All even day. imagine. I'm chilly. I'm cold. You guys cold? Yeah, I'm a sissy, man. He's a, I'm a sissy. You can't imagine how fucking much he works out. I know. You don't, you don't take that into consideration? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, who uh, I work out all the time. Once a week, he might get in a workout. <laughs> yeah. Once a week, and he probably Instagrams it. <laughs> I work out. I just work out moderately. You might work out once a week. You might go a month. He's with the nothing. guy on Instagram. You're that out posts of your mind. How, many, how was the longest day? How many days have you gone the longest without I, any workout? I work out, out at every single day. The fuck away from without me. Question, I'll come out. to your house and find you not working out. All right, all right. right. How about this? I, I, I bet you work out. Twice I don't work a week. out every day. You box twice a week. No, but I work out too. I, I you don't work out Kieran. every day. I don't ever I, work I out every weights. day. Nobody works out every day. You I need days off. I, well, I take Sunday off. I do Sunday's my day. Yeah. Oh, well, almost. Now it's almost. Yeah, I do. It used to be I work out every day. I'll tell you what, though. Brian's footwork out. is impressive. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll better. give you that. His footwork's impressive. When I saw, I was impressed. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. He's a dancer. I'm a dancer. All you have to do is just teach him different moves. Built for dance. That's it. Move his feet around. That's it. He's got an Ollie shuffle. Tony's a good teacher, man. Trying to trying to move around with that guy. My God. The best, man. Um, oh, and by the way, I am you definitely You by the way in? I'm by the way in. Because you just by the way again? I am definitely not. I mean, you get more tired boxing. Just try to just try to move around and you're exhausted. I, I can't, even, I can't even focus right now. Can we- can, Are you pulling can your you, cock? No, you look. He has these tight-ass Peter Pan green jeans on. Piece on and me. his piece is just bulging out. Just look sitting at this, man. What are you doing? Just you sitting like I'm an American. I'm an American Are you rubbing man. your cock at all? No, but whenever I'm around Lord. Brennan, a little extra blood flows in. Well, you know what it is? It's that same thing that causes men chimps to have bigger balls. Right. It's like you're you're around a, an I'm, alpha male. I have and to you compete. start like, oh, I'm <laughs> trying to compete. And your dick is like, we better get bigger. For sure, get your dick out of my face. Yeah, that's not the way to compete. For sure. For sure and very obviously. You're mixing it up. You get confused. Hey, look at this chimp's balls. Look at that. Yeah, that's it. Look that's at that hair- motherfucker. Look at the muscles on that chimp. Jesus Christ. Good luck with that. Yeah, not Those just hands are muscles. built for brutality. Well, built. totally different tendon structure. Everything's bigger and thicker. It's, everything's ridiculous. God. That thing weighs 150 pounds, and it can throw itself through the air with its arms. That's Jeez. insane. Imagine that. They grab a branch and just throw themselves through the air and slap that other one like it's Velcro. That's and insane. just hang and fucking... They could be a thousand feet off the ground, hanging from a branch. So weird. Do you, so weird. Joe? Do you think you could tear it up on Naked and Afraid? Me and Brian no. talk about this all the time. You wouldn't no. do well. No, I mean twenty-one I could, days. Nope. First of all, I would the, the stupidity of it all would insult me as a human being. Why? I was so dumb that I was willing to be on yeah. a show that was exploiting me to the point of making me naked go through the fucking jungle. I'd be like, after one day, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm an asshole. I am such an. A- this is who I am. I'm not Spider Man. I'm not fucking Herschel Walker. <laughs> you can talk. I'm, I'm you can talk naked and afraid. Day two, he'd be like, this blows with my with dirt on my balls, and I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm sleeping on dirt. There's spiders everywhere. I, know. I, just, I just like the challenge. I'm not outdoors guy at Dude, all. Dude, hunting with like gear. Yeah. Hunting with gear like Joe and I did with gear, with tents, that's a bitch. That sounds super boring. Well, it wasn't that's, boring at all. It was very no, exciting. Well, we that's were not out what Brian in said. In Montana, no, I didn't. I'm just nine degrees. <laughs> you should have seen his face. 
that was scary. <laughs> no. That was, that was fun. It was really fun. I mean, we went rafting 40 miles down the Missouri River in dope. a place where there's nobody. Yeah. I mean, we and saw then, five people in five days. I'm, I'm down to kill animals with a bow. Gun does nothing for me. Guns gun, are super boring to Gun's me. the great way to do it because you definitely kill them, and you also can get them at a large distance, so you can yeah. get m- many more shots. Like, getting up on some animals is super problem- problematic with a bow and arrow. Like, what we well, did, the, the kind of hunting that different. we did, yeah, they starved a lot, too. They they also you know well they they had been doing they did it a long pretty time. well yeah well, they did okay they did pretty well there's a lot more buffalo back then they didn't have the long range rifle capabilities that brought down a they lot would of also buffalo. wait till they got in the water a lot of times they wait till they they cross a river and then they jump we on could it. do that yeah. that could be the three of us we wait till they get in the water and we start just bow and arrow bam, dude bam bam Look, bam I have a I have a Hoyt um it's a ninety pound draw it shoots a four hundred and seventy five grain arrow which is pretty heavy at three hundred and two feet per second. Jeez. It blows through everything. It'll, wow. it'll blow through a buffalo, an elk, really? a bear, everything. Boom. Right through. Bone. Everything. Boom. It's going right. It goes through trees. I shoot it. If I, if I wow. miss the target and it hit, like it hit the, um, I had the target set up on um, this uh, like uh, fence post. It blew right through the fence post. Like a, a big Dang. two by four of wood blew right through and out the other side. A two by four. Think about what it would do to a body. You wow. Know? Yeah. And so one of those... You might as well have a gun, but you're going to have to be close enough to hit it. And shooting anything 20 yards away is tough. 40 yards away is really tough. Like the difference between when I shoot a target that's 20 yards away and 40 yards away, like the amount of movement that you could do before you release the arrow. At 20, you got a little bit of wiggle room and then you could release it, but you get to 40 and it's so minute because you're looking at something that's not magnified, your sight, and you're looking at a target that's so small because it's so far away and you're just keeping that motherfucker right there and then letting it go. Don't you find that more exciting than having this gun that basically does it all itself? It's like a video. Game, it's definitely more exciting. Poor animal comes walking through your freaking. Here's the problem with eyesight. that logic, though. Here's the problem with that logic. That poor animal will definitely get killed if you have a rifle with a scope. If you have a rifle with a scope, you're looking at that animal from 200 yards away. That's a dead animal. Yeah. Boom! You're blowing a yeah. hole through that thing clean. If that deer is sitting there, it's all in you not fucking up or your your gear being off. You could. I, I fucked up in Wisconsin. I dropped my rifle. I fell on a hill, and my <laughs> rifle scope. When they installed the scope. I had changed the scope when we got to Wisconsin, and the guy, when he put the scope on, didn't have it tight. And when we fell, it was like you could lose it. Well, you could move it with your fingers, yeah. and, it, and it caused an animal to get wounded. Yeah. You, you don't want that, and yeah. you have way more of a chance of that with a bow and arrow. It's also than you not do as easy as you think. It's, it's actually not- way hard to shoot an animal with a rifle. Yeah. Shooting an animal <sighs> with a bow and arrow is. Really, we, but difficult. we have all this technology now. It's I saw, the, I saw the video of you, the three of you, just chilling like this one sleeping bag, telling jokes. And then this little like reindeer came prancing around. And reindeer you, caribou, they live in Alaska. And you had like a Keep bazooka, going. and it came across. I had a bazooka. No, it wasn't. A, it was he, a cannon. He, he I had a light. It, a he fuse. loves to exaggerate. We had a helicopter gunship, <laughs> and yeah. radio. Then meanwhile, you eat meat, dude. What are you talking about? You're just getting something that's tortured all its life, and then shoved into a fucking vice, and they put a piston. Yo, to brain. I'm, I'm not a it, I'm just saying it doesn't seem saying? very ex- exciting. It's very exciting. When that animal comes out it. of yeah. the woods and it's like looking around. When you get an animal in your sights and first of all, you've been tracking it for three days, four yeah. days, and you haven't seen one. And it's a wild animal. Yeah. I'm just saying if you were tracking it with, with you know, with Bows and not arrows. technology, it'd be a lot cooler. Well, here's the thing. In, in Montana where we were, if you were bow hunting, you're fucked. You're not going to get a close enough shot. No. The closest shot I got was 200 yards. That was the only shot that I got. I got one deer. I shot it at 200 yards. That's a long way. 
you can't even see that far with a bow and arrow sight. I mean, the idea that you're going to hold that deer in it's going to look so small no, when it. you're looking at it with, it's gonna be with a lot no harder, scope. For sure, yeah. Not even harder. It's not I mean, I don't think anybody's ever done it. I mean, maybe a few people have done it, but you have to be like expert archers to shoot a deer at 210 that's crazy. 220 yards. But with a rifle, that's all, that's common. Yeah. Super common. Yeah. You know, you, you line it up, it's a magnifying rifle, you see the deer really clearly, you lock the crosshair on his heart, and boom, it's over. I think it, I think hunting would be a lot more cooler if if it, you were hunting like something that could kill sneak you? up on you and kill you. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot cooler. <laughs> the problem like with that deer, is... Like deer, like deer, oh no, I miss, it goes prancing away. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? So it'd be cooler if your life was in danger. Yeah, if that deer hat like, saw you and was like... Ah, water, poison. Yeah. water buffalo, when you, when you shoot a water buffalo, a lot of times they disappear into the tall grass, and you must go into that tall grass and, and finish them off. Now, Pull up the video of Cameron Haynes shooting a water buffalo. He's waiting for bow. you. He's waiting for you. With my, a bow? My, my friend Cameron Haynes, who uh, is the guy who... He got me hooked up with Hoyt, and he's the guy who uh, got me this, this. ninety-pound bow. It's the same bow that he shoots. Okay, so I shot it at my house, and it's so accurate. I like, I gotta get one of these things. It's incredible. It's so accurate. It wow. makes me more confident to shoot because yeah. I know that if it hits something, it's because it's got sights that are really ridiculous. yes, yeah. and it's just so. Look at this. He he snuck up on this two. Thousand pound water buffalo Dude. in Australia. And they are dangerous. Fuck oh, yeah, they are. Well, try running. First of all, it runs faster than you, and it weighs two thousand pounds. That's crazy. So it only sees movement. So see how he's not moving. The reason why he's not moving is because it's stopped because it sensed movement. So then, when it goes back to eating, he starts creeping. Dude, are you kidding? And this me whole right now? process is taking him a long time. This guy, this you is would your love boy? this guy. He's this my buddy. I'm, I'm going hunting he with him. He looks like June. he's in shape too. He's in very good shape. He does twenty eight chin ups. That's one of the reasons why he does it is so he could pull back this monster bow. Because that bow is most human beings. I mean, you could pull it back. Brian can't. Um, so I'll do twenty eight. So 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 how did he, how, <laughs> but so, you weigh eight pounds? So how did he get this? So this is a friend of his behind him is filming this. See, obviously, wow, there's a guy who's sick. holding the camera. So he's this is a long, slow process. You don't have to speed it up. Leave it alone, Jamie. This is a long, slow process where he has to wait for this animal to give him a broadside shot, and when the animal's facing him, he can't move at all. This guy doesn't hunt with rifles. All he hunts Dude, with bows and arrows. 90 pounds. See, this guy's I tried my to style. Do, I like this guy. I tried He's to gangster. pull a 60-pound bow, and it was really hard. You're such a bitch. I mean, oh is he going to shoot this thing? He's just trying to steer at the damn thing. It takes a long time, bro, because if you fuck up, that thing knows you're there, and then it's running at you. Essentially, it for can't sure know hide behind you're the there. It for can't, sure, jump behind the tree. Here it goes. Here it goes. So now the thing is going to give him a broadside shot. It's close enough. He's down to about 30 yards. With a shot, with an animal like this, you want to ensure that you shoot that thing through the fucking Bro, heart. Bro, he's standing this next is to No, 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 no. It's, it's faced the wrong way. It has to go sideways totally. Because right now it's quartering away, so you're only going to hit the shoulder, and it might not hit a vital organ. So then you've got an angry buffalo with a stick in its arm. And then it's running at you, and it weighs 2,000 pounds, and it you. runs 40 miles an hour. Good luck. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm for sure hiding behind those trees. <laughs> but look, this thing is waiting, so he doesn't move, man, because it's looking at him. Look at this, dude. So this is a long fucking stalk, man. This is like a 20-minute stalk where he's standing there with this 90-pound fucking bow in God. his hand, and he's not moving. Look, this, so now it goes back to eating. It's decided that he's not He's nothing to be ashamed or uh, to be concerned with. Ashamed of. He's <laughs> ashamed nothing of. to be ashamed so of. So now look. Oh now my. he sees it and he pulls it back. What? Damn. Boom. That thing runs off. It's got a fucking oh, arrow it through it. its. It goes through its uh, the side of its arm and right into its heart. 
That's why there's so much blood pouring out of it. Oh, that's oh, why man. I hit it there. Yeah. yeah. Well, those animals, you have to you have to know the anatomy of each individual animal because animals have their vitals in different areas. So it's got it's got an arrow in its heart right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's gonna sit there for a couple seconds and then realize it's done. And uh, then see, it I don't like drops. seeing that shit. I don't like that. There it is. It's gonna figure it out. Any second now, it just drops. Wow. I mean, when you're dealing with an animal that's that big, any other animal, like a North American animal, would be dead. A bear would be dead. A deer would be dead. Anything that's... But this is just an enormous, gigantic animal. Are you kidding me right now? Look at this. Yeah, and it sort of takes a while to just sort of bleed out. And then it wanders off and collapses. He said he ate it. And we, he put one piece in his mouth, and he chewed it for a half an hour before he could swallow it. That's some, that's some dense muscle. Not only that, when they were there, they didn't bring any food. They brought just enough snacks to get them through like a day, Damn. and they didn't bring any water. So they had to boil all this water, and the water all had buffalo piss in it. So every drink, every sip of water they drank was buffalo piss. Oh. There, the thing fell. It's done. Wait, now this was in... Um in Australia? Yeah, Australia. I didn't, know, I didn't know water buffaloes were in Australia. Well, they're not native. Oh, okay. This is what happened. One of the reasons why they encourage people to go over there and shoot them, they're a non-native invasive species. Okay. They brought them over there, but they don't have any natural predators. Right. There's some things that can eat them, like when they're babies, like a crocodile. Crocs. Look at the size of that thing, man. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, some things can eat them when they're babies. Yeah, crocodiles mostly. By the way, by the way he's jacked. He's in shape. Yeah, he's in very good shape. But I, like I said, he does all this shit just to train for hunting. Yep. This guy, um, he runs ultra marathons. He makes a living hunting? Yeah, he's, a, like a, he's got a television show, and he's oh, sponsored dang. by a bunch of different companies like Under Armour. Wow. He's a, a famous bow hunter. But this guy, like, he, he does ultra marathons. He ran a fucking 100-mile marathon. He's a beast. He's an animal. He's just, that's what he does. And he just does it all bow and arrow style. That's macho. Dude, that's, that's the alpha Brandon male right Chubb, there. after you retire, you're going to need an outlet for all this savage aggression you got inside your body, son. I'll tell you what I'm not doing. What? Waiting six hours and shooting a water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're not, man. Nah, but man, I'm I'll be doing you. Iron Man no, marathons. I don't know, though, Brandon. You, you, you like challenge. to hang. You like to hang. I don't see you Oh, being... I'll hang out with you guys. I'll drink beers and stuff the while challenge. you guys are... You'll do a lot of jujitsu. I feel. Oh, love When you retire. Never stop. When you retire from fighting? Yeah. Do you have any... I'm going to do the worlds, actually, in May. Are you really? Mm-hmm, in a gi. Nine. Oh, in a gi. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Do you, you like tra- training with the gi? Do you feel like love that? It. Do you love do you feel it. like it helps you in any way? With fi- I do because if I have a 250 pound black belt on top of me and I can escape his side control or, or I can control him, when you take off the gi and these guys are trying to punch me, man, it's 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 easy for me. Really? That's mm-hmm. interesting. So um, it's uh, easier to defend because when you're defending with the gi, you're more t- you have to be more technical. Well, is that what with, you're yeah, with, with the gi, I have so much to worry about. I have mm-hmm. to worry about gi chokes, collar chokes. The guy can grab me and control me through my gi. You know what I'm saying? So it takes. So you a, feel like it, it's cross training. Yes, it takes away my explosiveness, and my athleticism, mm-hmm. and it forces me to use technique. I found that with defense for sure. I get caught in a lot of arm bars with the gi that I would have never got for caught sure. with. For sure, but also my, no my, my my defense goes through the roof. For really? Sure. Yeah. So you play a different game when you start doing that. You just become much more technical and much more aware mm-hmm. of where the positions are. Yeah. How flexible are you, man? Uh, in certain areas, like my hamstrings are really tight, mm-hmm. but but pretty flexible. Yeah. Do you have a? Well, I shouldn't ask you this because someone fight you might try to exploit it. What? Do you work your guard? Yeah. Some oh, yeah. guys are like, fuck it, I ain't going to be on my back. That's stupid. No. Yeah. I Listen, when when I get taken down, I've only been taken down twice in the octagon, but um, 
I do not care. Like if Hunt ca- was his whole game plan, if he trained it, all this wrestling, still have a tough time taking me down. But if he trained all this wrestling and decided to put me on my back, cool, let's do it. I'm I'm all game for that. I don't panic down there. I'm very comfortable down there. I, I spent because you got to remember my daycare was Shane Carlin on top of me. I wasn't, right. I wasn't getting a lot of takedowns. I was on my back all the time. That's a crazy way to start your training in MMA. It was horrible, <laughs> horrible man. So crazy. What is it like? Every day grudge. just beat me up. That non-stop. Trevor Whitman seems like a crazy dude, man. He's a good dude. I mean, seems like a very good dude. Good but, guy. I haven't been there in years. But a maniac. Know? Like he had Shane Carwin, um, like they wanted to have Shane Carwin spar spar with GSP, and GSP was like, "What? Yeah, why would I? What? Yeah, why would I spar him? Like, what are you talking about?" And and I think back, like (laughs) Trevor's a genius when it comes to striking stuff like that. But I think back on it, and there was this thing where I I felt like I had to prove to everyone I could hang with Shane Carwin, and no matter when we were sparring, that's how my footwork got so good because I'm I'm used to this giant water buffalo, mad water buffalo. Chasing me around the octagon, so I was trying to get out of the way because if he landed right hand, it was a short. I mean, it was not good, man. Yeah, it was trouble. He hit so hard. He's got uh... so so. I got used to that, right? And I'm moving nonstop. And then when the bell would go ding ding with 30 seconds left, literally, no matter what we we're doing, me and Shane would stop, walk to the middle of the cage, and just rock them, sock them, robots. God damn! I that's... did that for three years, and then finally, a part of me was like. Uh, how about no? And I shot a double leg on him, and we've never done that again. Yeah, he got to retired. But I think back on my training, I'm like, God, that was stupid. Even taking him down, I mean, he's so strong. He's a big Strongest guy. Strongest guy ever. To he's a big UFC. fucking guy, man. Strong, a lot stronger than you, and you're strong. Shane is 100 stronger than me. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. He's ridiculously strong. He, well, his, his bone structure, his bone is, structure is just. He's bigger than Car. He's bigger than Lesnar. Yeah. His legs are thick, thick ass, huge shoulders. His hands, man. His hands. When, before they did, uh, they redid the UFC glove to fit over his hands. Shane's the re- Shane's the reason why they changed the glove. Shane had a five XL glove. They had to cut the glove just to get over yeah. his hands. Yeah, his hands are so ridiculous. Yeah, when you shake them, it's like holding onto a ham. So yeah. what was frustrating to me is, you know, I've always been in love with jujitsu. I would spend Shane would get injured or he'd have to work at a regular job and I was just training full time and I would think I was being so good at jiu-jitsu and Shane would come in off a nine to five you know shift walk in like jiu-jitsu huh let's do it I'm like I'm gonna roll this big dude up and he would just <laughs> shut shut it all down man. when I was training at a malls he came by and uh and, and trained one day and uh I didn't get to roll with him but uh I, w- I watched people roll with him and it was it was like a child yeah playing with a his bear. daddy a bear with a dog it's like I've never the experienced daddy was just like, like rolling and, over. And, and I, I, I go with big guys so all I, I go with big guys all the time, but none like Shane, man. Well, he doesn't even look real. When he walked in the door, if I didn't know him, I was like, What's up, Shane? Like but if I didn't know him, oh, I would be like a peep. Look yeah. at this motherfucker. Dude, like, look at this my, size. He's got legs growing out of his shoulders. This right. is how it happened. I, I was like, Oh, I want to be a fighter. I knew Nate Marcart. I looked him up online, found out where his academy was in Aurora, my hometown. I show up there. Nate's a great guy, right? He's like, yeah, man, we'll, we, can do, we can do this. We'll figure it out. Come tomorrow. There's another big guy. He just he only has like one fight. He just started fighting, and he played football too. I'm like, oh, cool. I show up. It's sparring, right? I show up, and in walks Shane Carman. At the time, is 315 pounds, fighting the WC, just jacked. Looked like a silverback gorilla that just found the weight room and does nothing else. Just, I remember when he was really that big. There's a picture of him that doesn't even look real. It, it's insane. Really? And yeah, Nate goes, Nate goes, oh, hey, here's the guy I wanted to introduce you to. 
And uh, since then, me and Shane sparred, and we just stood toe-to-toe. Neither one of us knew what we were doing, blasting each other so in the you, face. So you've, you've oh. rolled with guys. That, I mean, you had the ba- biggest and the baddest as a training partner forever. The best, man. Well, he was, he was, he was like an older the... brother. I couldn't afford private training with Trevor Whitman, and Shane believed in me so much, he paid for my training with Trevor. For well, years. for a guy like for Shane, years. having a guy like you around is invaluable, you know? Yeah. You're trying to find a giant picture was, of him back me and him, man. Enormous. Me and him. He only had, I think, one or two fights at the time. I had zero. That's amazing. Yeah, and he was a really good wrestler as well. And his his issue really, he had a lot of issues from football, health, a lot man. of um, always neck injuries and back injuries. He had a lot of um, a lot of problems with his back, man. You know, the body's just not designed to have three hundred du- pound dudes running at you full no, clip. It's <laughs> well, it's also not designed to be three hundred pounds and shredded muscle. It's just not. Yeah, that's true too. You're gonna anyone I know, anyone, and I know a lot of athletes, right? High level athletes. Anyone who's that big, that lean. And whether they're natural or not, they're always hurt. They're always hurt, or they always they're always sick for really? whatever reason. They just have bad immune systems, or they're always your body's hurt. fighting so your body, much. It's just not, Look at this. It's just not, yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. In my that's life. when he was at his biggest. See if you could find that picture, Jamie. Looks like a uh, just a bodybuilder. Yeah, I googled Shane Carwin huge. <laughs> Bro, I, I sparring days, sparring days. I used to sit in my car outside the gym, and I was so nervous, man. Like, dang, I don't want to do this. Look at that picture. Look at him. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, does not not look like a gay porn picture. <laughs> I mean, that looks He's like that guy gonna pull out, <laughs> pull out his hairless cock and stuff it right in your butt. He's all shaved down. Look dude. at him. Shame. I mean, there's, there's no way that guy's not gonna. Dude, he's <laughs> such a monster. He was. A, it doesn't even look real. That looks photoshopped. He knocked Gabriel Gonzaga out with just. Uh, yep. Just. Uh. Well, his when he arms was hurt, are so too, long. When his he arms, was hurt. His, his, one thing I noticed about him is he's got super long arms. Mm. Uh, little newsflash: When he fought Frank Mayer, he might have hit mitts. I don't know three times. I really? Mean, re- really? Just yeah. He, he was hurt. What was wrong with him? Uh, his back was getting problems, so he couldn't train a lot. Wow. That's why he went after him so quick. Maybe. Got that God underhook. Got that underhook and, and those just, uppercuts. Boom, boom, dropped them, man. I and mean, he was hitting him with lefts too, right? Yeah, left. Got that yeah. right underhook. Yeah, and he's known for his right hand. And meanwhile, he starched him with the left. He was just such a gorilla. The poor, you know, it's just health problems. Started man. late, man. Yeah, but it's also just the football. All that yeah. football. I mean, he had a lot of injuries. Football, from that. wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's just a, a rugged dude. You make a real good point though about guys that are that big because you're you're right. Everyone I know though. Uh, Everyone, I'm telling you, my, one of my best friends, he was in the NFL, not anymore, uh, 6'7", 265, shredded, right? He's just always been that way. Never been on drugs, nothing. Always hurt, man. He had to retire because he was always hurt. Had yeah, eight surgeries. that kind of weight yeah. on your body. And they're always sick. They're, like, Shane was always sick. His immune system was shit, man. Well, Shane also worked. That's a hard fucking proposition had a to work a job. full-time job and be a professional MMA fighter, fighting for titles, fighting check, check top this. contenders. When Shane and I first started, he worked. He would not, we both worked nine-to-five jobs at the time when we very first started. Nine-to-five jobs. We'd both get off. We'd go drive straight to the gym. He would drive an hour. I'd drive like 15 minutes. He'd drive an hour to the gym. And we would be at the gym from 6 to 10.30 at night. We'd do four classes back to back, back. 
Hey, we should do a podcast like this, like after UFCs. We should do like one. We'll commit to like one a month. The Let's three do it. Us. This That'd is dope, fun as shit, man. Yeah. Let's do it. This, this is, is for the, I figured like we could talk MMA for days. Yes, and throw day. in crocodiles and fucking <laughs> terror birds. We'll do a joint. We'll do a joint fighter and the kid. We'll do joint fighter and the kid. Like this will be one of our episodes. Yeah, yeah whatever, man. Dope, we man. could do. You know, we could record it and b- both release them simultaneously. We yeah. do anything. We yeah. do whatever dope. we want. We don't. I'd but, love it. But that would be really fun to break down fights. I'm but, fucking pumped. About Tim Kennedy and Michael Bisping tomorrow the, this, night. This the other thing oh, with Car- this the other thing with Carwin. What's right. weird is there's the days of Carwin Lesnar, who you just have these dudes who are gorillas cutting from 300 pounds to 265. Mm-hmm. Not that way anymore. The big boys yeah. are gone. Now you guys got like Kane 240, mm-hmm. Junior dos Santos 240, yeah. Big Brown 240. Yeah, everyone's kind of they're more athletic. I agree, and I think that there's a point of diminishing return, right? When you get too big, your body just can't keep it up. It's just yeah, like when you saw Kane um, just running all over Brock, like the pace that he put on Brock. First of all, you're dealing with a Brock that was sick, so it's it's hard to look at that. Like you, when now that we know that the dude had that serious diverticulitis right. issue, but there's also that doesn't mean you turn away from punches. Though. Yeah, go ahead, carry on. That's a very good carry point. On. There's also the issue of trying to deal with a guy who's been striking for a long fucking time, and you are essentially a novice at right. it. You know, and gonna, if you can't take the guy down, if you do take the guy, he like, did take him like down. he took Kane down, and Kane pops right back up to his feet. Now you have to deal with that pace. Well, that, but also mentally for him, he gets yeah. guys down; they're screwed. Exactly. He took Kane down. Kane got Pop. double wrist control. Yep. Popped up. Yeah, and, and he and Lesnar was like, "Damn!" Yeah, you can see in his face, like, "Holy shit!" That's why when he fought Shane, I was like, "This fight's over. Mm-hmm. This fight's over." And then they didn't stop it. Second round, Shane just kind of get Shane was dealing with some problems. Yeah, Gas is out. Basically, his body shut down on him. Gets choked out. I fought on the same night, right? Fought Brock Lesnar's best friend, training partner. That was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Lesnar, Carwin, training partners fighting each other on Spike, the main card on Spike. I knocked uh, Chris Tusher out in 50 seconds. So I'm like, he's a big fat slob. And he, he's 20 and 1, though. Tough dude. Wrestling. <laughs> 21. How rude. <laughs> I knocked him out in 20 seconds. He's a big, big fat, fat slob. slob. He's you a was, nice you, fucking guy. You, man. You, you, he was 20 and 1, though. 20 and 1. He's a tough but, guy. Yeah, but I'm all excited. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? I'm all excited. I come running back, right? <laughs> I, I'm not touching that, man. Right? I, I come, come back, back. I come back to the locker room, and then Shane's. Turn to get ready. He's getting ready. I thought he has the fight won. I was crunk, right, because I won my fight. I've never been so sad in my life when Shane lost that fight because we did training camp together. He was like a brother, heavyweight champion. So close. It didn't happen. We were both crying, right, both crying our eyes out in the locker room. Dana White comes in because everyone leave the room. I'm all really. He's like, Shab, you can stay. I'm like, thanks, Dana. <laughs> Shane, or, Shane's literally on the floor with ice on his heart. Ice on his heart because his body's going crazy. Jeez. He's laying on the floor. Looks like a giant just gorilla. <sighs> and it, he's ice sweating. Sweating. Ice on his heart. Holy ice shit. on his hands all That's over, right? Scary. Dana makes everyone leave the room. He gives Shane a check. I was like, what is it, man? I look. I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. I popped up. Fuck it, man. Let's do this. It was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I stopped crying, so did Shane. <laughs> wow. The ice bags melted. Ice bags. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. That's real money. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, that was a crazy first round, man. If he paced himself and picked his shots better, you know. Why would he, though? They should have stopped yeah. the fight. He's no, beating the brakes off, No, they shouldn't have stopped the fight. They well, should have stopped the fight. True. 
That's why I've, I've seen fights stop for a lot less. Okay, but would you have that to be stopped? That was you, and you were okay, like Brock was. Brock got back to his corner, and he was all right. I, I mean, agree. he got hit with some big shots. I agree, but he defended. You know well. what? That's when I got a lot of respect for Brock. After that fight, I was like, yeah. all right, he's a legit fighter. He's legit. Before then, I was like, no, sign me up. He got rocked. He got cut. He plenty of time to give up. Plenty sure. of time to give up. Right. That's when you were like, all right, Brock's yeah. legit. He just didn't know how to deal with Kane's hands. I well, Kane was just too much, and also he was Kane's operating. He's operating in his. His estimation at 40%. What does that mean in the real world? Only he knows, but he definitely had diverticulitis then. Even if he was That's 100%, Kane beats him. I agree with you. An, I think, a, an A plus Kane, A plus Brock, horrible matchup for Brock. But I think it would be a great fight, though. Fun fight while it lasted, but I don't, I don't think, think they, so. Really? You don't mm-hmm. think so? I don't know. Why? Because, because, uh, because Kane, Kane's a lot smarter, has more Punches tools, yeah. his gas tank's so much better. I think after a while, it would take its toll on Brock and he TKO mm-hmm. him time after yeah. time. Junior Dos Santos Most will likely. never be the same again. I don't think so either. No. Will never ever be the same again. Th- those two fights were fucking insane. The corner should have threw in the towel. Yeah, well, you know, when, when it ended too, it's crazy because it ended from him falling on his head. He, you know, he got, he got a, uh, he tried to do like a power guillotine on, on Kane and Kane ducked under and Junior was so tired and he had taken such a beating that he's holding on to this guillotine and he literally falls forward right onto his head and like stuns himself and then they stop the fight but the beating that he took up until that there was three was insane, four man. times where Herb Dean was like moving close to stop the fight and then Junior's heart pulled through it was insane. Junior Dos Santos does not fucking give up. He's That's one thing. He had as many opportunities to give up as yeah. a human being ever gets in life, and he will not so give up. Tough. It's tough, right? And I, I think about this. It, it's tough because if Junior came five years ago, he's not dealing with He's the champ for a long time. Yeah. But because you know, there's this group of guys, and it's about matchups. The UFC is about matchups. Mm-hmm. Kane Velasquez, Junior Dos Santos, Junior will never beat him, right? He got that one lucky shot. Other than that, those guys fight a hundred times. Kane's winning ninety nine usually. He just he just what, is. What, what do you However, f- if Junior fights Verdum, Travis Brown, he's probably going to win. It's just matchups, man. Who is a better matchup for you, Verdum or 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 um, uh, Alistair Overeem? I mean, that's random as hell. But uh, or who's it? Just, it's just it's 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 so. When you different. see a guy like Alistair that was at a very high level in kickboxing. Came over, fought Lesnar, looked fantastic. But then you see him in the Bigfoot fight, post getting popped. He got popped for testosterone. You see him in the Bigfoot fight, and then you see him in the Travis Brown fight. How much do you think he's lost from not having? This is the thing, though. That like he's destroying these guys. Right. He, and then he you don't want to be that guy in the first two minutes fighting right. Alistair over him. It is a nightmare. But he's he didn't fight that way minutes. against Mir. He d- against Mir, he was very hey, controlled. Hey, thanks for that fight. Thank Mir. What the fuck are we doing? What did you do all training camp? What are we doing? I don't think you did nothing. What are you saying? Nothing. He didn't throw a punch. Well, I I don't think he could hit him. I mean, I think he was having a real problem dealing with that guy. Do something, man. I wonder what the game plan was. I would love to hear it. I bet. I bet the game plan was figured out how to tire him out and get him down to the ground. I bet that was probably the game plan. Stay on the outside. And Overeem's was be very conservative. Mm -hmm. Don't gas out. And Overeem's is also control him on the ground. You know, he wasn't afraid of going to the he ground with Frank Mir. He did control the heck out of him. Which is pretty shocking. You know, Frank's a hell of a grappler and really good off his back. People forget that Alistair won the uh, Abu Dhabi uh, European trials, though. Al- Alistair can grapple. He has a nasty uh, guillotine. Yes, yeah, he submitted Vitor. Yes. Submitted Vitor with a guillotine. He submitted Mark Hunt via yeah. Kimura. 
Yeah, that's right. And a weird one, too. Wow. I told Hunt yeah. if he needed, I would open up a jiu-jitsu school for him in New Zealand. So he, <laughs> so he had an idea what's going on on the ground. Well, didn't you guys make some sort of a bet? Like, you would try to knock him out, and he would try to submit you? Wasn't there uh, something along those yeah, lines? Yeah, we, we and him were talking smack on Twitter, and then, and then we got into this winner takes all, and he started clowning how he's going to knock me out and stand on my we big We should get lips. him on the fighter and the kid. Let's yeah. see if he'll come on. Stand on your big lips. Interview. I was like, what? what? What's wrong with your lips? Stand he doesn't on like your, your lips. Big lips. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to stand on your big lips and knock you out. I think okay. he means because you talk a lot. Yeah, or, I think or, that's probably Well, I have big lips, so it's confusing. You, no, you should have shot nice. back. I have they're, they're, nice. they're good. They're I wouldn't I, say they're like really big. Like I'd say I've it's a, a full mouth. Guys. It's a, it's a it's legit a full yeah. mouth. I look good, like Lionel Rich, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't describe you that way. Like, Describe Brandon Schaub. Oh, the lips. He's got these, <laughs> these big lips. I man. describe him as Big Brown. That's his Yeah, nickname. me and him got on it on Twitter. I'm trying to get his name. I'm trying to get his nickname changed from hybrid to Big Brown. Dude, this guy starts with Big Brown. Why Big Brown? He's big brown. He's just big and brown. That's why everybody calls him Big Brown now. He's walking. <laughs> what is your nationality? What's your nationality? My mom's full-blooded English. That's bullshit. Born and raised in England. We're Apache. Bro. Born and raised in Jewish England. Jewish and Apache. My dad's German. A little bit of Italian, French. Native American and Jewish. Hundred percent. I don't care what anybody says. Hmm. You got some. Did you ever do your genome test to see if anybody's lying? No. I need to. Someone fucking Neanderthal no, in your his past. His father looks. Exactly, no one looks like me. His no dad, one. Looks well, like your me. dad looks exactly <laughs> like. The crying Indian from those commercials <laughs> in the seventies, and I mean exactly, and even got watery eyes. By the way, the only missing is is the braids and the long hair. Well, here's but. something to consider when someone talks about someone being German or someone being Italian or someone being anything. Um, yeah, maybe, but who knows how they got to Germany or Italy right, seventeen sure. generations who before? Exactly, exactly. Who knows where any it, of those Germanic all, people came from? Yeah. Doesn't it all lead back to like some? Africans. Yeah, African, yeah, right? Yeah. You do so, not you do, tell them what tell, them, tell them a story about we're all from about Kim, Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Kimbo Slice when on you, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, when you guys were doing that. <laughs> they didn't even show this on the air. So this guy, I'm not gonna mention his name, on the show he lost and you can drink all the alcohol you want in the house. And there's only at the time there's only four of us left still fighting. Roy, Marcus Jones, um Mitrione. Mitrione and uh myself. That's the four fighting, right? So, so one of you guys one of the other guys is hammered. Hammered. He's lost, right? Hammered, wasted. All of a sudden, this guy gets super racist in the house. And there's a bunch of black guys in the house. Starts talking about how his wife loves him because the Aryan nation and starts throwing up racial slurs and throwing up these, you know, the hit hey Hitler stuff, Heil Hitler stuff. Write his name on this piece of paper for me. All right. Dude, dude, uh, this isn't getting out though, right? No, no, no. Need to know for my own edification. Um, so he starts doing all this stuff. I'm sleeping. I have the biggest fight of my life the next day. Dana White literally stops us in the car and goes, "Listen, if whoever makes to the finale, whether you win or not, you're gonna be a superstar. It's huge, man. Biggest season we've ever had. You guys want to win this fight? Thank you. No pressure. So I'm sleeping, and <laughs> I'm sleeping, and. Uh, Wow. I'm, I'm sleeping on the ground, and I thought it was a dream. Kimbo Slice and uh, Marcus Jones and this and this D'Amico and this D'Amico Rogers uh, comes in my room. And they go, "Yo, Shab, get up, dog, get up, man." I'm like, "Huh? Why are there three large black guys around my bed?" Kim goes, "Yo, man, this dude's down there talking about our people. We're about to jack him up." I literally, I thought I was in a dream. I go, "Excuse me, he's talking about our people, dog. Let's go f this dude up." I'm like. <clears throat> Listen, uh, you guys realize I said I'm I'm totally I'm not down with the race thing. I'm totally down to fuck this dude up. But you realize I'm not black, right? Kim goes, You ain't black? <laughs> I go, No man, he goes, 
damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Turn around, leave, and I hear, that's why I lock shop. You can't tell what the hell he is. <laughs> and keep going. And then I, then I, <laughs> and then, and I, t- I go, hey, Kimbo. That's racist, dog. He goes, why? He goes, just because I'm athletic and can fight, I got to be black. He goes, you could be. And keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow, that's interesting, man. Yeah. That's a Crazy, fucking right? weird situation to be in, too. What? A train I'm killer who's that- also an Aryan Nation that's guy. Scary. Fucking- is he mic'd up while this is going on, too? He's mic'd up, and they have to escort Whoa. him out of the house. Why didn't they put that on the show? Uh, that's not good for ratings. Fuck yeah, it is. Nah. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Oh, white supremacist. Didn't show any of it, man. That guy never fought again, did he? Did he? No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Too many clues. We know people are gonna know who this is. They'll figure it out. Tough shit. Bad That's news. fascinating. That yeah, like six it, it years is bad ago. news. Six years ago. Yeah, they have to make a decision, right? Whether you put that on the TV or not. Because we didn't. We didn't need it though. The ratings were so high, and then you want to toss something. Like, highest ratings ever, by the way. Tough ten. Whoop whoop. Was it really the highest ratings ever? ever? Nothing's even Kimbo close. Slice, that's why. Kimbo Slice. Isn't that crazy? I'll never forget, man. When we, we walk in the house, right? Or we walk in the gym, you're staring at everyone. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know any of these guys. In walks Roy Nelson. I'll never forget this. Matt Mitrione goes, look at the fat ass. And I'm all, bro, that's Roy Nelson. He goes, who's that? I go, he's like a world champ, man. IFL. He has like 30 fights. What the fuck? And Roy and Matt's like, ah, it's nothing, man. And then Dana was hyping up everyone going, do you realize there's 15 guys here? There's 16 total, though. Some We're bringing a special guest. They hype this thing up. Everyone's one and everyone. I lean over to Roy. I go, bro, you know who they're about to bring in? And there's big talks at the time. Can you imagine if they did this? I said, Fedor's about to walk through that motherfucker. We're all screwed. I have three fights. They're about to bring Fedor <laughs> into the Ultimate Fighter House. Disaster. Yeah. And that's why, that's why when they, they're like, bring him in. And in walks Kimbo Slice. I thought it was going to be Fedor. That's why I look over at Matt and I go, oh. Fuck Kimbo Slice. <laughs> and that's the very first way people saw me on national TV is me saying fuck Kimbo Slice. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be Fedor, man. I was all nervous. You really thought it was going to be was. Fedor. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to talk to you. I know. Why man. would Fedor do the ultimate fighter? I don't know. Maybe they pay him like a jagillion dollars and he's like, hey, just tear up these kids with three fights. You know what's crazy? <laughs> what's really cra- That would be funny. You know what's really crazy, though, it's, is that Kimbo Slice would get more ratings. That's weird. It's weird. More people knew who Kimbo Slice was back then because of YouTube, like right. the, the casual person, yeah. than knew who Fedor was. Yep. I'll tell you what, Kimbo, one of the nicest people I've ever very met. Very nice guy. So cool. Yeah. Taught me how nice to guy. fight with a shank. What? Did what? Did yeah, he? man. Is there rules? Well, you leave this arm so they can scrape that arm. They got the right. knife in this one, man. Right. It was dope. Wow. While he was barbecuing, he needs, I'm, I, and if he's listening, he needs to open up his uh, barbecue restaurant called really? Kimbo's. Man, that guy could grill like no one's business. Really? He'd make this barbecue sauce. Man. He'd make his own sauce? Yeah. What would he put in it? He'd have honey, mustard, all sorts of stuff. So he just knew Molasses. what he was doing. Oh, knew what he was doing. What kind of, what did he barbecue? Ribs? What? Ribs. I mean, the steaks. steaks. Oh, really? Dude. He's a Damn. chemist. A chemist. He well, was so, he was so, so cool, jacked. man. He was so cool. Good eating. Yeah. He is he is just a natural athlete. I mean, he's just big, strong guy. He's got some he's serious strong. knee problems, man. I yeah. wouldn't call him that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I would say he's a natural athlete. Man. Well, he's a, a tough stiff. guy. He's tough got guy. Real, big real knee problems. For like sure. Bone on bone arthritis Whoa. in his knees. Whoa. That's why he left MMA. You, tried to do some boxing, and he wow. also wasn't Couldn't, winning. Well, he wasn't winning, but look, he made some improvement. He definitely made some improvement, but it was the knees. His knees were fucked. They, oh, they weren't going to get any better. I hope he made some money. He made some money. He makes a ton of money as security for Icy Mike and Reality Kings. Porno. His oh. best friend is Icy Mike, who owns Reality Kings. Oh, wow. What? Well, holla at your boy. 
Yeah. I wonder if they're making any money more. Is it tough to make money in the, the well, reality? Well, it's free Kings now, right? Porn? Like, yeah. like you, you porn. Why am I going to pay a sus- subscription to Reality Kings? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, what you have to be like a real fan to pay. Uh, yeah, pay you'll be a porn. real psycho. I think they make. Uh, I think they make <laughs> I said money. Fan, you went with psycho. Psycho, like you'll it. be a real psycho, yeah. jacking uh, off about ten times a day. Yeah. For a membership. But there are dudes that become like fans of a girl, yep. just like they become fans of a band. Again, if you're my friend and you're a fan <laughs> of a girl and you pay for a membership, lose my number. Don't Again, ever, ever if you call don't me. like kids or if you're a fan of girls. <laughs> lose my number. No, if you pay for a membership because you like one certain porno star, you're a psycho. That's right. Well, there's some guys that have very specific tastes, like they only like Asian broads. Yeah. That's it. Asian girls only. Cody's like that. Porno, yeah. Asian porno. I'm an porno. equal opportunity employer. Me too. I don't yeah. hate. Yeah. I encourage everybody. Well, how about guys who say they never jerk off to porn? That's Ever. Cool. Yeah, it's weird. Blatant they lie. They don't use porn, and they, if they jerk off, it's to their imagination. Mm. Again, lose my number. <laughs> 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 They're lying for sure. I don't know. I think some people Sex actually- do have a problem with porn. They don't like it. They don't like the fact that they think that people are being victimized in some way that, you know, I've never met a guy who's making like a lot of money. I have. I definitely really? have. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've met people. I hate, we've to, had say, I hate to say this, but I watched, <laughs> I hate to say this. Say I, watched, I watched a lecture on TED.com called Why I Stopped Watching Porn. And this really, really <sighs> eloquent dude was talking about why it's damaging. And ever since I listened, it's almost like now that I know football causes head injuries, it's literally like oh, now don't, I don't feel guilty. Lame. I'm just telling you. Don't be lame. Lose my number. each other out so well. Lose my it's number. one of the reasons why your podcast number. is so good. You guys balance each other out so well. I was telling Brian, someone needs to be in the room with him to let him be him. Because yeah. if you leave him by himself, he goes, by the way, Thoreau once theorized <laughs> that He's the reason sick. why this yeah. Passion exists. Dude, he <laughs> called me up. He called it's, me up. He heard the he heard me doing the Elliot Hulse thing, and he goes, "Hey, bro." He goes, "Let me ask you something, man. You're one of the funniest people I know. Somebody should sue you for misrepresenting <laughs> who you really are in your podcast." For sure. Why are you for lecturing? Sure. You goes, should sue yourself. You just, I said, he goes, for "Just sure. be funny, Brian. I hate when you're serious, Brian." You Everyone loves exactly. Well, same not, thing. I didn't say I hate when you're serious, Brian. I said you're two different people. Yeah. I said there's you who's really you, and there's you and it goes into there's lecture this mode. Fake. Like, but why am I doing that? I don't even I don't know, know why. Well, I don't I, know. I mean, I guess probably everybody does it. I, I'm sure I do it to a certain extent, yeah, but you do it, it in a very I, extreme I have these really way. smart people you know, that I'm you know, excited about. You know when he did it? You know when he did it? On our biggest podcast, when I re-signed my new <laughs> UFC contract, I go, Dana, I'm going to come inside my contract. You mind if you're on my podcast? He you goes, did that with Dana White, you in fuck? His, in his office, in his office, Brian sits down and goes, Mr. White, where did you get your inspiration from? I go, <laughs> What? Why did you call him Mr. No, White? Mr. First White. of all, you son of a bitch. No, I, did. I just didn't did know he? him. No, I didn't. But I, I didn't know he was him. Dead but for serious. the story, for the story, I did. But I didn't know him, so I didn't know whether he had a sense of humor. You met him with me before, yeah, you but fuck. not not really like you know talk to him. And now, now I know he loves. He's he's opportunity's so gone. It's gone. Back to the porno stars, though. I got a buddy who's dating a porno star. I want to know star. what he did during the podcast that no. like made you. You can listen to it, man. You can listen to it in the fighter and the kid par- podcast. Did you over talk? Did you over talk a little Not bit? Really. Not really. No, he, it was just so bit. serious. I didn't talk like, enough. Like the the really? reason the reason why the fighter and the kid works. No. Did he fuck it up? No, no, no. no. I just the reason why serious. the fighter kid works is because we get serious people, right? And we're clowns, man. Right. We get them out of their elements. We make things fun. We tell. stories. We did a great one with Ronda Rousey recently. We we tell stories. Well, with Dana, he was like. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> no way. You really yeah, said man. that? I don't what know what I said. Like like questions like that. What are you, a chick? We have really good arguments on the podcast. We have serious arguments about like 
whether or not Ronda should take me or him on the zombie apocalypse, all kinds of obviously stuff. Obviously, she's taking me. Yeah, obviously. She's that wasn't much him. of an argument what at all. What kind of a conversation? Uh, what are you going to provide? I, I, said, I, I, said, I, about I said I would take uh, Tim Kennedy. Do you know the poisonous mushrooms or something? Yeah, or I do. I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> but uh, You would take Tim Kennedy? I said Tim Kennedy, and I immediately regretted saying that as soon as Why I said that? it. Because they gave a scenario where all the zombies, everyone's a zombie, so it's only you and one other person. So we couldn't procreate, right? Right. You don't want to take Kim Kennedy. Zamba said, Zamba, Can't get I mean, him pregnant. Rhonda yeah, said, yeah, Rhonda goes, I'd be a good breeding. She said, I'm a I'm ovarian the, I gold I breed mine. the army. Yeah. You need a breeding. That's true. Machine. You'd be breeding warriors. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, she's the only choice. There's a couple other choices, but for you, that's the only choice. You can't take Tim Kennedy. You can't get him pregnant. By well, the way, if you were the only two people on Earth and you had to fucking die and leave your kids to fend for themselves against zombies, you might want to take everybody out in their sleep and then yeah. do yourself. You might want to fucking end it. Yeah. For real. If you're the last two people on Earth and the world you is filled with fight zombies, at all, I agree. Huh? Yeah. Drown. Swim out as far as you can go. That's really? what I say. Just go all the way out. Fuck that. Last person on earth? Yeah. Look, being a human hey, being. I know who I'm not taking a foxhole. You two. <laughs> as soon as things get a little shady. That's a foxhole. Rogan, shoot. Foxhole's oh my God, war. he shot himself. <laughs> foxhole's a war. We're talking about everybody being dead except for you and this one chick. What kind of life is that? Your baby's going to be, gonna be pretty behind. dope. You're going to have to fuck your kids. Do you understand that, how procreation works? I do. Someone's going to have to fuck your kids. Your kids are going to have to fuck each other. No. It'll be the garden. They're gonna have to try to survive, and they still might get eaten by zombies. Well, you guys are giving up. Oh, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fuck your kids? You're gonna no, fuck you're your gonna kids look, to keep the race. You're gonna alive? look for other people. You're Listen, gonna be man, look for other those people. Are the two, look for look, other people. Okay, that's what I'm saying. If you know for sure, how would you know for sure? You, you, you don't know yourself. for sure. You have to know for sure. You kill yourself, or yeah. you just figure out this is. I'm here for a reason. What is it? Maybe I can figure something out. It's a good point, though. You wouldn't really know for you sure. You wouldn't know, but you two are giving up. Like I am legend. No. I Am Legend was really like the first Walking Dead, right? Uh, Remember where they sure, found yeah. the, the camp at the end and uh -huh. everybody was safe? Yep. But those monsters are way scarier than the Walking Dead yeah, monsters. They were. Walking it's Dead? Walking Sign dead me up. Monsters. I'm just going to run everywhere. They walk. Yeah. I'm just going to run everywhere. I'm going to cut down to about 170. I'm going to have a nice pair of kicks Cut on, down to 170. And I'm, and I'm just going to run everywhere. All cardio. Yeah, all cardio. Well, just that was Zombieland. That shit, Remember that the beginning oh, yeah, have good cardio. That's right. That show's a little too moody for me. It's getting ridiculous. They're eating people now. It's like it's, yeah. it's so they found a cannibal fucking colony. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess. But there's plenty of deer left too. It's not like the zombies are eating deer, or yeah. they eat a few of them, but they can't catch them. You just, I don't understand why everybody gets guns when you can have a sword. I mean, it's good to have guns, but that chick never gets fucked with. Fuck she sword. just jacks everything yeah, with swords. Yeah, because you run out of bullets with a sword, you're just chopping heads off. Yeah, you could get a reload a rifle. It takes a couple of seconds. You got a fucking hundred zombies coming at you. It takes a long time to put a hundred bullets in a chamber. And well, good luck if a hundred zombies are coming. You're going to take a sword and start just swinging it around. Fuck everywhere. yeah. You take them a couple at a time and you do it for about an hour and you got a hundred dead zombies. Until you get, until you get the zombie like Shane Carwin who knows single legs and Zombies don't learn anything. They don't even know how to use doors. You don't pay attention. You don't even watch that show. You can't be in this conversation. <laughs> Please exit the conversation, sir. They don't even unscrew doors. Have you seen World War you Z? Can just lock you seen door. World War Z? Yes. A little different. They're that's different kind different. of zombies. Yeah. Those are the scary, fast zombies. Yes, that's where this, we're all screwed. The scariest zombies of all time are the 28 Days Later zombies. You remember that? Yes. And not only that, because that's yes. the most likely scenario. Yeah, it was a disease, disease like rabies. Monkey, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, they called it rage, a, a, a genetically created disease, yep. a modified disease, a weaponized disease. It escapes from the chimps and gets into people and then spreads like wildfire. Yeah. That's when you think about what rabies does to, to animals. And people. And people. People, if you somebody has rabies and you get them near a 
body of water. If they get near a body of water, they get so hysterical you have to chain them down. Really? They will loot. They will go Why crazy. Why water? I don't know. Are you making this no. up? Water. Water. They have you. Cra- you get crazy a like huge aggressive water, or like huge water phobia. From oh, they uh, get afraid of the water. Yeah, afraid. When's the last time someone got rabies? What if rabies, rabies comes from an be, animal? Rabies before vaccines. Rabies was you know. No, I'm talking right disease. now. I'm no, no, no. People have gotten it really recently. Bit, really? Being bit by animals. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if rabies comes from an animal and that animal has memories of drowning. Look it up. Look up. The Imagine that shit. Like phobia. we were talking about the the with the uh, the mice yeah. and the mice giving the 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 remembering the smell with the electric shock. into a part of your brain where you actually go crazy. First of all, you wow. go crazy. That's why the animal will bite you. They go crazy. They start to drool and they're just it's a really well. They're also ugly, very ugly. aggressive. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. I had a dog bite me in the ass cheek and had rabies when I was a kid. Really? And you yeah. had to get a bunch of shots. And in guess your what? I'm not scared Horrible of horrible shots. Dogs. Yeah. All right. You Whoa. had to get shots in your dogs. stomach. Not me. You know, the right dogs, you'd be scared, oh, bro. Scared of snakes. You ever put a? I put a bite suit on in Afghanistan and had dogs Whoa, attack me. Whoa, where? In Af- Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I was in I Afghanistan. Hate when he does that. I hate it too. <laughs> Afghanistan. He, he switches it up too. Sometimes I say it we'll the way Afghanistan. you're supposed to. It's so weird. If he's around, by the way, if he's around like real military guys, he takes that shit down a few notches. <laughs> he doesn't go Afghanistan because then they'll go what? And you'll hear like silence because <laughs> they think I'm a plant. They think I'm an Al Qaeda plant. Like Afghanistan. No, they don't Afghanistan. think you're a plant. They think, they you're, think a you're a fraud, dork. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're a plant. I, yeah, they put a plant I, on Mad I TV. Lived in, I lived in the Middle East. Eight years of my life. Don't blame me. Yeah, but, Afghanistan, uh, dude. They they released these hydrophobia, dogs. fear of water, historic name for rabies. Wow, it's the historic name for rabies. Refers to a set of symptoms, the later stages of an infection, which the victims has difficulty swallowing, shows panic when presented with liquids to drink, and can't quench its thirst. Wow. So I guess that's what it is. Like they're scared of water because they know if they got drink, it in their mouth. Yeah. Wow. Or even intentional suggestion of drinking may cause excruciating painful spasms of the muscles in the throat and larynx. Wow, suggestion of drinking may cause excruciatingly painful spasms. Yet That's you're really incredible. thirsty. Yet you're really thirsty. Great disease. What a thank fuck. you, vaccines. That's thank insane. you, vaccines. Yeah, thank you. The fact they can shoot you when yeah. you get hit, bit. Yeah. They, they horrible yeah, needles in your stomach. Yeah. yeah. You know, big giant needles in your fucking yeah. stomach. Tetanus is another really bad. Do you know the symptoms of tetanus? Look those up. Look up the symptoms of tetanus. Ugh. That is the worst. Horrible. Your whole body ceases up, and before you die, you're very acutely aware of all the pain. Hey, did you see this shit where uh, John Jones is requesting that Glover Teixeira get drug tested? Oh, no. It's fa- kind of fascinating. Mm. He says- Did uh, they agree to VADA testing? Well, this is what he says. This is his exact quote. He says, some fighters, you just know they're not on anything just by looking at them. I kind of disagree with that, because- <clears throat> like. Guys like that look like Jeremy Horn, who doesn't look like he's on anything, have tested positive. Like just because a guy has like a certain right. body type doesn't mean that he can't be on something. Right. Like got a lot of guys have tested positive. I think right? you're talking about the exception there again. Perhaps, but those are often the guys that wind up taking it. Like okay, here's a perfect example: Tim Sylvia. There's Tim. A lot of folks don't know. Like Tim Sylvia tested hot, and before Tim Sylvia tested hot, like look at what he looked like when he fought Rico Rodriguez. Right. I think that Tim Sylvia that beat Rico Rodriguez is one of the scariest heavyweights ever. I agree. Tim Sylvia. Great takedown defense. Oh, great striking. Monster right hand. Monster. He just, you know, he couldn't keep that fucking, you know, He had tires everything. hanging off the side, mm-hmm. and, peop- and I think he was getting criticized for it, and I, I feel like that's why he did steroids. I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, he he'd always like he wanted to look to like he wanted to look the part. Yeah, a little embarrassed of his body. Like well, his, you know. a little bit, but I also think that it benefited him. It benefited him physically the way he pull up uh, pull up Tim Sylvia versus Rico Rodriguez. 
That's Tim when he was like retired from the UFC. Now that's Tim versus Rico Rodriguez. You see that that image? Look how fucking lean he was and big. He was a dangerous God. motherfucker. And he was eating Rico's leg kicks and dropping right hands on him. So pull up, dangerous. Pull up the video if you could find the video. He's, he was a scary guy. Such he was, a monster. He, uh, he also struggled to get down to 265 mm-hmm. for that fight. He, he was struggled to get down to 265. Yeah, he missed weight. He missed weight the first what time. What did he walk he around back. at? I don't know, but he was big. So John's saying. And not just big, like not fat, but big huge, shoulders and neck. Huge. Such a monster. Yeah. John, so this John's is exactly saying he what thinks John's Glover saying. is on stuff. Part of Glover Teixeira's mystique is his amazing physical strength, and I just questioned it. I have no reason to think he's on steroids, but I do wonder how someone could be so strong. He says, uh, I'm sure I have fought guys in the past that were on steroids. I think it's pretty well documented. A lot of people haven't really argued with it because they know it's a true statement. I know it's a true statement. I called Dana White and said, I want Glover to take steroid tests for this fight. He asked me, what do you think he's on steroids? And I told him, I don't know. I have no reason to accuse him of anything, but I would like to be sure. How can you be mad at that? You can't be mad at that. I mean, that's fair. I'm not mad at that at all. If he came out and was like, hey, Glover's on stuff, that would be an issue. There's Tim Sylvia when he fought Rico. Good so takedown take defense. Down. Wow, look at that. Big, Shuck that off. Big motherfucker, too. Rico had a good guard, too, man. Rico's guard. a legit yes. Machado black belt. For sure. Tim Sylvie was scary back then, man. Super scary. And he knocked a lot of guys out, man. A lot of people sleep on Tim Sylvia. He never gets brought up because he had sort of a dispute with the UFC, but head kick Trey Telegman knocked him out. And Tim Sylvia was not a natural athlete, by the way. Not at this all. is all from toughness and training. Yep. I mean, he's pigeon-toed, in fact. Yep. His, his feet, like, naturally went towards each other. And here he stuffs the takedown again, roughs him up on the ground. And Tim Sylvia, back then, you know, I mean, you're dealing with a guy who really... I mean, this That's is... A, Rico's this, got a good fucking That's high a guard nasty here. Nasty guard. Yeah, and it's a... He's a, like I said, a legit Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Very high-level black belt. Especially at the time. You know, at the time, Rico was one of very few Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts in the heavyweight division. There wasn't a lot of guys. Well, did you see him sit in O'Gara's guard? Mm-hmm. Risk control? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh... Tim Sylvia... At this time, I think was one of the scariest guys. Ever. I agree with you, but it was you know, who knows how much of it was hard steroids? training. First of all, for sure, it was definitely some steroids involved. I mean, he t- look at that, look at that, whipped over for that armbar. That was pretty fucking sweet. Damn, man. that was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Spikes him, gets out of it. That was a goddamn sweet armbar. Rico had a nasty armbar. I'll tell you what, Rico had a nice little appearance on uh, Slurry Rehab too. I watched it, all of it. Oh no, with Doctor Drew. What Here was wrong with him? What kind of? What was he doing? Everything. Oh, drugs. Oh. He likes a little booger sugar. He likes to have a good time. And he Sylvia, was known for partying. Yeah. Well, you know what? He likes likes to have a good time. That Tim Sylvia. I mean that uh, no, Rico I was Rodriguez. About Rico, yeah. Rico Rodriguez is a. I'm not mad at. He's him. a fun guy, man. He's a fun guy to hang around with. And there's the the he's right hand. He starts he's... keeping the fight standing. I'll tell you what, my only experience with Rico, the only time I ever meet, met him, he was cornering Tito Ortiz, we're on the same card, and uh, he's looking at the at the corner, and he goes, who in the hell's Schwab? Schwab fighting Gonzaga. And I go, <laughs> right behind you, man. He goes, you're Schwab? Yeah, he goes, good luck, man, and walks away. And I was all, wow, thanks, man. Went in there, I beat the brakes off Gonzaga for three rounds, striking clinic, walked back in, he's like, Damn, great job, man. Give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick to say. That's a fucking mind fuck. Former UFC heavyweight For champion. For sure. And I was a fan. I was like, oh, Ugh. thanks, bro. Who said this yeah. to you? Uh, Rico Rodriguez. Oh, Richard. Oh, yeah. okay. That's hilarious. 
That's hilarious. That's really funny. <laughs> funny, right? Made me feel like shit. I was like, damn. That's a fucking bad time to feel like shit. Did you see this? No, what Bisping is this? Bisping and Tim Kennedy. Fucking Tim Kennedy uh, at the press conference, Bisping was swearing at him. Fuck you. You fuck. You fuck this. Chill and I that. were talking about this. Bisping legitimately makes a reason to hate you yeah. to get ready for the fight. Yeah, look at this. Meanwhile, you know who do you have in that fight? He's trying to scare Tim Kennedy, who's been to war. I yeah. know. I Tim mean, Car- Tim Kennedy has been through a lot of Tim. Tim's just guys. grinning, man. He's killed a lot of bad guys. Like the difference between the fear that he's experienced and the fear of like a fight and the preparation for a fight. This is like a vacation for him. <laughs> it really Kennedy is. Kennedy is rough. His, 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 rough his mental toughness is crazy. You're not messing with Listen, Tim. Listen, he as as tough as a human being. Yeah, can hands get. down. Yeah, Roger Gracie had his back. That yeah. was. Cool. Like he was chilling on the yeah, beach. Yeah. Did not care. Yeah. Double yeah. risk and Special for Green Beret. Saw a lot of combat. It's a different yeah. world, man. That world of in fear. In firefights. Yeah, in firefights. Killed bad guys. Yeah. You know, that's his thing. Fighting Bisbing's probably bullets. not that much for him. Life and death. Yeah, bullets, life and death. Life and death. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the stories that he tells about his firefights and the yeah. things that... He can't remember how many firefights he's been in. How about in. that? Yeah. And then... Who do, you, who do you have in that fight? Mouthing off. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. Kennedy. Look, Bisping's always Michael really Bisping good. has a fucking tremendous pace that he can keep. Yeah. Michael Bisping has a fucking 34 hearts beat per minute resting heart rate. That's crazy. That's incredible. That's like the Shane He Carl is fit thing. as I mean, fuck. Uh, it's the opposite Shane, of Kane, Frank, Kane, Shane Carlin. I mean, Kane, Kane well, Kane is a freak of nature, man. He really is a freak of nature when it comes to his cardio. You talk to Bob Cook, he says that Kane will take like a month off, get injured, come back in, outwork everybody. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, he doesn't have these, yeah. like break-in periods where yeah. he has to get back in shape. And some of that is just genetic. Look, sure. Just like some people have incredible fast twitch muscle fiber, we've met guys that have never lifted weights and they're fucking gigantic. Big yeah. calves and yeah, shit. Like, weird. Guy doesn't even lift weights. But, but look at Kane. I, w- I wouldn't say Kane's really explosive. He kind of has that softer body mm-hmm. where his endurance is going to be higher. Mm-hmm. It's 100% genetics. Yeah. Well, he definitely doesn't have the same kind of explosive. Because you look at guys like, like Hector Alistar. Lombard. Right. Who's just right. jacked to the gills. Mm-hmm. His ears have freaking traps. You know, he just right. like... Swole, all explosiveness. No Not one's more explosive than Hector. I agree. He's the most explosive guy that's ever fought in MMA. What he's like th- right up there with Melvin Manhoof. I, I think he's even more explosive than Melvin. I, well, and, I and, think and so too because of the judo. And they said, Hector, you're giant swole muscles let's give you the vegan jake shields let's see how this goes and fight and fight and fight well jake, vegan steroids jake and caught his fight. neck jake caught his neck with the last remaining seconds of the fight that he caught close, his neck man. and was hanging on jake's got a goddamn vice for uh, a grip when he gets yeah. that guillotine man he tightened that shit up on robbie lawler he tightens that shit up on everybody and you don't think he's going to be able to get it like you, there's you a lot wrote, of guys that think they can that, get jake. out of that oh, yeah jake's, jake's strong as I, fuck, i'm actually gonna man. train with him on friday in san francisco um Hector Lombard, motherfucker, hit some judo throws in this fight against Jake Shields that you just, like, he ragdolled him. If ever there's a reason why, hey, Dad, why can't I be vegan? Look at this. Boom. Watch that again. Just back that up again. And just back that up to that judo toss. Back it up all the way. to, to, To do this in a world class grappler like Jake Shields is just. Insane. Watch this. Boom. Damn. And he does it with perfect technique and speed. And he's one of those storms of like athleticism and technique. And really, you know, started striking once he was already an Olympic judoka. I mean, that's when he started striking. So he prefers to keep fights standing just because he's such a fucking specimen. Oh, you want to be a vegan? I'm going sh- to play that tape for you. But oh, you, you want to be a vegan? Here, watch yeah. this fight. <laughs> like, in all fairness, when you talk about a style like Jake Shields, it's kind of like what we were talking about, Could though. Could be a worse that- matchup. 
Yeah. They were trying to get rid of him. Well, I don't think so. They were just trying to give him a fight that was going to be a really tough fight. Yeah. I mean, look, they just, it's like if you want to be in the top 10 and he wanted a title shot, like if he beat, look, what if he caught him with that guillotine the first round and finished it? You know, he's likely in the short list for a title shot. Mm-hmm. If he could finish a he's guy like Hector five in Lombard. A row. That'd be five in a row. But you yeah. see a guy like Hector Lombard, that style of fucking sprinting, you can't do it for three rounds. Can Not you even do it for five rounds? Well, I want to see Not him fight chance. Tyron Woodley. I think he's Ex- going to fight him. Woodley's fighting well, no, 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 no. Rory, Woodley's man. fighting Rory. That's oh, a Rory McDonald versus Woodley's a fantastic fight, and especially fight. if the Rory that beat Damian Maya shows up. If Rory is motivated and aggressive, Killer. he's got to get the fuck away from Woodley in that first round, though, yeah. buddy. Woo! Jesus. And Woodley, it's you know, Woodley can move as fast as any fucking human being in the UFC. I don't care if they're 135 pounds. I agree. At 170, that fucking dude can move like a fast 135. He's just that that explosive. He's as big as you can ever get and be a world-class 170-pounder. And it's an interesting situation because, you know, there's, there's a lot of, like, uh, there's debate after I talked about it on the, uh, on the broadcast about, like, that this body type, it has its benefits for sure as far as explosion and speed, but it also has a lot of requirements, yeah. like for oxygen. oxygen yeah. And it's like, can a guy take it deep into the rounds? What happens if a guy survives fourth and fifth? Because when Nate beat him, Nate beat him in the fourth round. Marquardt stopped him in the strike force uh, welterweight yeah. title fight. Yeah. And that's what happened is Nate caught him slowing down and Nate, you know, Nate then was before he's had a couple of these bad knockouts, yeah. like the knockout against yeah. Hector Lombard. Nate's as tough as it gets. The knockout he was, he against Ellenberger. When, yeah, yeah. when, when he fought Tyron Woodley, you're talking about Nate Marquardt, who was At his the, best. Yeah. And, but his back against the wall, too, because he'd been kicked out of the UFC. Finally gets back in a strike force, and he gets a, a shot at the title at strike force. It's a big fight. And, you know, Nate was, like, primed. He was in his prime. But, you know, look, a, a guy like... Tyron Woodley, who's a superior athlete, he's just an elite athlete, is still learning the MMA skills. But it's like what we were talking about before is that what you're seeing now is guys who are on an athletic level like you've never had the UFC before. Right. Like, go back to UFC 1 and, you know, you watch, like, you know, yeah, some of these guys who are guys, yeah. d- decent athletes, yeah. good athletes, you know, tough guys, and had incredible balls to get into the UFC at that time. Put Tyron Woodley in UFC 1. It's crazy. You know? Crazy. Hoist <laughs> Gracie ain't taking that dude down. No. There's no, that's not happening. Nothing's happening. There's yeah. nothing happening. Just the evolution of the sport. Yeah. I mean, if you watch, like, when Tyron Woodley beat, like, Jay Heron, no one existed that could move that fast until recently. Right. No one existed in the UFC. Like, within the last five, six years, you started to see these guys trickle in that have that kind of explosion, have that kind of athleticism, that kind of speed. And Hector is right up there. Hector, It's like Hector and Tyron. So it's like, as someone who analyzes fights and analyzes like there's a point of diminishing returns like what's the best body type is it super muscular like Hector Lombard or is it like a Carlos Condit guy that's super durable and can last round after round you know in the Woodley fight we saw Woodley won I mean he, he fucked uh, up Tyron's knee it's a but look it wasn't it, really a fight his leg fell off his leg got hurt in the takedown and then he hurt it again when he leg kicked Kick, him yes it's not the same as him beating him like with no injuries but the bottom line is he wins. He wins. Jay, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't really, you know what I mean? Like, you can't quantify it the well, same it's way like, it's as like a knockout it's, or a submission. It's similar, it's similar to Kane versus uh, Brock Lesnar. One yeah. guy's just swole to the gills. The other guy, if, if you if you saw him with a shirt off, you're like, there's no way you're the best. Except in the, world. the fact that you know Woodley was still there in the second round. 
you yeah. know, and he's still going at it in the second round. You know, and that's well, you're, right, you're right about the, about the, the there's got to be there's a balance like right. too muscular has its liabilities, and it, there's a, it's like they they had that debate about what's the perfect weight for the mm-hmm. heavyweight, like a boxer. When you get to a certain weight, you start losing speed and power. Believe right. it. Or not. So is it two thirty? Is it two forty? Is it two thirty five? It depends on the body. You know, I think Bo Jackson. I'll tell you what. Remember Bo Jackson at two forty five? That freaky athlete. Yeah. athlete he would have been. Didn't he even lift been. weights? You know. No. They yeah, ridiculous. He yeah. would have been probably the, that's that's <laughs> probably the optimal, the optimal. And you know what he does now? Bow hunts. Yeah, he does. Yep. That's his shit, man. Talk to him about hunting for oh, I don't know, about two hours. Hold, did you when? Hold, when? Hold. When? Hold. You saw Bo Jackson. That's what you talked about. Uh huh. Hunting. And he talked about killing that's raccoons. That's what he wants to talk about. That's what it, that's what he wants to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like he's obsessed. with Oh, it. by the way, we talked about football and baseball too. You better have. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Auburn football, you know Heisman about, winner. You know what he said about football? He said, he said, he said, well, I never lifted weights when I played football. He was six. He was about six two, two forty five then. And 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 I said, what? what? He, goes, he, goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. I just strapped it on, and I just go in there and I'd hear them whispering, "Bows in the game, bows in the game." And he would just run through dudes. And he said, baseball was way harder. He, he thought it was as he thought of it as a very, very a cerebral game, way more so. Here's For Bo sure. hunting. Yeah. Here's Bo knows hunting. He's in a, in a tree now, much waiting. Much like myself, Bo not only enjoys hunting big bucks, but he loves to shoot a few arrows in between. Shoot a few How what? Arrows. How bad are these narrators in these fucking hunting shows? Uh, can we get better production? No. Can't. No. They get a dollar an episode. Put it together what you can. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay for your own flight on Southwest. Yep. You get out there, they're filming the shit with fucking handy cams. Oh my God. Fast forward to this so we don't have to hear it. Just get to the part where Bo shoots it. Here he is. Wonder if he can pull back Not a ninety pound buff. He probably doesn't even feel it. He's moving nice and slow. He's a straight too. up killer. Look at Bo. Too. Yeah, that's a light bow because he's pulling it back nice that, and slow. That, that deer's about an inch high. Oh, he's in a he's in a tree. Boom. Yeah. Hey, I got an idea. Next time we bring Bo Jackson up, let's show some highlights of him destroying guys on the football field. <laughs> Not well, killing that's deer. what he likes now. He likes doing that. Well, well I don't like Bo Jackson anymore. Because <laughs> oh, no. Bo, Bo, Jackson, Bo Jackson Bo hunts? You Bo know, Jackson's super boring? You know that? what I find is fascinating? Herschel motherfucking Walker, oh almost 50, he is 50, still jacked. Is he 51? Yeah. Well, he had his last fight when he was like 49. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Insane. And by the way, take a look at his body. Ah, Insane. thanks, man. There Shredded. he is against the Broncos doing work. Shredded. You don't want to see him sitting in a tree? He's a super athlete. <laughs> shooting, a, shooting a deer with a bow. Herschel Walker's ridiculous. Yeah, yes. super if athlete. he started when he was young, we'd all with be MMA? in trouble. We'd all yeah, be in no trouble. no shit, right? He'd rip people's faces off. Yes. Who, who's that? Herschel Walker. It's incredible oh. that he had MMA fights in strike force deep into his 40s. So crazy. See if you can pull up a Herschel Walker uh, MMA let, let, fight. Let's not get crazy Look at that. Here. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, my God. Let's not get oh crazy. Oh my God! He, he, no, he's shredded, but he's fighting Billy ah. Billy from Kinkos, who That's barely great. made it to the arena and tossed on a mouthpiece and whooped his ass. Yeah, but still, he's he wasn't fighting um, top-notch guys. Didn't he fight Chad Griggs? Who did Who did Herschel Walker fight? Did he fight? Are you gonna? I mean, are you, what, I'm not. Are you saying Chad Griggs is world class right now? No, that's not what I'm saying. He's a very good fighter, legit though. fighter. Chad Griggs is re- legit. Don't you shit on him, you son of a bitch. I'm not shitting on anybody. Who's he fighting here? Someone with a pretty good guard, man. Oh, yeah, that was the... Damn, he was big. 48 years old here Just and completely shredded. Just There's a difference in athleticism, man, when you get to this level. 
when you get to like a Herschel Walker, you're dealing World with like a class one speed. in a hundred million. First of all, and I, I talk about yeah. this in jujitsu. There's black belts, and then there's mm-hmm. the one percent black belts. Yeah, who exactly. like Bushesha, Hodger, Hickson. Yes, those yeah. guys. So he was to make it to the NFL. You're the one percent of all football players. He was the one percent of one percenters yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, that's insane. Insane. And one percent of one percenters and he, all and, time. And right now all we're time. watching him on Strike Force beat up some poor white guy and he's who almost has 50. no business being in there. Scott, yes. Car- Scott Carson and Greg Nagy are the uh, mm, guys that he fought. Man. He never he never Whoa. fought uh, Chad Griggs. So my my apologies, he's 48. To Mr. Griggs. Keep, calm down, you over there. I'm just saying. Yeah. I take Brian or you. I well, take come you, on, Joe. Didn't you didn't you fight like uh, some guys that maybe didn't have the? He's 52. Yeah, no, he is a monster. Don't get me wrong. Still looks great. Yes, phenomenal. I would take his body over mine. Right exercise now. is a religion TRT? to him. TRT? He doesn't take that. You sure? I, he I also would be says very surprised. he also says that he only eats a bowl of soup and a, and a salad at dinner. That's all he eats. <coughs> well, but he eats other stuff. Oh, and that's not what he says. Exercise has always been a religion to him. Like well, you know, he also had like uh, an issue, a trauma-related issue with like multiple personality disorder. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had something that was going on. I heard about this. Yeah, it was going on before he had an MMA career. And everybody was like, wait a minute. If he's had a trauma-related multiple personality disorder. Here, I'll pull that up. Yeah, yeah, multiple personality disorder. Yeah. he. um, And they started fighting. He said, you know what? I'm bipolar. Let's take punches in the face. Yeah, CNN, way back in, um, when was this uh, article out? In 2008. He uh, he put out a book about it, and it was a book about his multiple personalities. And they believe that I believe it's trauma related. I should probably Google that too. Um, I don't think that. I mean, I'll be honest. Since I've started fighting, I'm a little, a little more serious. A little, little quicker trigger for sure. If something's getting on my nerves, or I'm with someone. They're doing something. I'm. I used to be super more laid back. I'd say. Okay, it says it usually has its roots in childhood trauma. Okay, so that might not mean head injury. It might mean like abuse. Yeah. Tra- mm. c- cope with trauma or abuse. Hmm. I don't know. Um, and uh, also, it has to do with PSD, uh, PTSD. So I guess it is talking about abuse, about um, trauma. Not yeah. not physical, not like head being, being treated. But I mean, just think about the amount of head trauma that you have to get playing football at a high level. It's unavoidable. Crazy. There's Crazy. no right. You did it. It's unavoidable. Sure. Unavoidable. It's and really it's practice. It's the practice that does it. How many times do you think you got concussions while playing football? I don't know, five or six. Not that many. I was smart about it. For you sure. were you were yeah. aware of the. It's kind the of crazy that five or six is is like a low end for yeah. That, that's nuts. Say five, and I played fullback, H back, where you're. If you guys know the position, right. You're constantly running five yards. It's ridiculous now I think about it. Five yards apart, you run as fast as you can into that guy with your head first. Oh, my that's God. That's what I was doing nonstop. Jesus God. Christ. That's crazy. Again, why wouldn't someone sit me down and be like, Brendan, listen, man, I don't think it's beneficial for your life but you to say run that, into that guy. But meanwhile, you you had success at that. That led you to success Paid in for MMA. college, yeah. Well, I said yeah. to him, I asked him if he would have traded uh, his football career in for training in MMA, and he said no. Because you, because it taught you. No, to not back then. There's just the the competition level wasn't high. No, I'm enough. saying it taught you to. You, you learned sure. how to be a game or something. I, I, dude, I was training with killers. You know, you're talking about some of the very best athletes in the world, day in day out competing, weight room competing, on the field competing. <clears throat> so I just learned, you know, mental toughness. You can't pay for that. Yeah. There, at the time in in 2001, there, 2000, there wasn't that in MMA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. 
Fun times, boys. This is a fun fucking podcast. And three hours just flew let's do by. It. Flew by. I almost so peed my we'll pants. Do, we, we'll we should do, analyze um, the UFCs. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do some post UFC podcast. Great. We'll do that. Let's Great. meet in a couple weeks after John Jones fights Glover. Okay. April. You want to do that? April, Not yeah. this weekend coming up, but the weekend after that. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do I'm that. Down. Let's do a post UFC wrap up. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll sit down and discuss it and talk about the undercard. And all the shit that's coming up. Let's do it. Nice, and how man. Floyd Mayweather would get tapped out by Ronda Rousey. There you go. Ah, we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even get into Next that. How much time. time we have left? How many minutes? We can talk about it for a couple. How much minutes we have left? Five. We have five we minutes? We can do this. Total. Yeah. There was a, it's not even a comparison. No. It's, it's if, not even a fight. He, if he learned how to have takedown defense, he would have to work on that for a long time. But... Um, the uh, the people online are freaking out. I was About on what? Sports Nation today. Great and show. And they, they asked me. Great show. Max Kellerman is fucking awesome. I love Smart that guy. Smart guy, right? He's such a good... He he's boxing. the best boxing Do you know he used to be ever. a rapper? Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and his brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, his brother was murdered by a boxer that they were uh, that he was uh, a roommate with. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah, it's a terrible story. Yeah. What do you mean? It's, the guy killed him. Killed him with like a hammer. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, wow. I, don't, I don't know the full story. I read, I read it news, online. Sorry. Wow. Um, um, but back uh, to Ronda destroying Floyd Mayweather. That it, would one hundred percent happen. It's again like we were talking about. Like I can't play tennis. I don't know how to play tennis. If I play tennis with someone who knows what they're doing, I'm going to get slaughtered. Right. If you don't know judo. And if you don't know how to grapple and you don't know takedown defense and you let that girl clinch with you, you're going flying. You're going Dude, flying. I've, I've seen Ronda get a hold of MMA professional men, two hundred fifteen, two hundred twenty pounds. Tosses them. <laughs> These guys have a clue of what they're doing. Little alone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Floyd Mayweather, who has no clue, and he's tiny. Yeah. He's tiny. Yeah, and she's a 150 pound woman or 145 pound woman. Yeah. Well, she walks. 135 at, when she fights. She walks at heavier than 140, too. She walks at. Uh, 150. 150. And she never gets out of shape. She's no. just shredded just all the big. time. Yeah. You should see her mom. Her mom's on a, you know, she she's on the keyboard all day, r- jacked abs, <laughs> forearms shredded, just. <laughs> Her mom is a world champion in judo, man. Yeah, that's that's no some joke. DNA. That's no joke. DNA. That's also some DNA, just yeah. like we we're talking about those mice. That shit gets transferred. But it only got transferred to her because her sisters, they're successful in their arenas, but they're mm-hmm. not successful like Ronda in combat sports. Well, maybe that's they have that right? inside them. They just chose not to pursue it for whatever reason. True. I mean, right. Some people, they get weird shit where they don't want to do what their parents did and they get fucking. But you know what's weird? Like, we talk about genes. How about Arnold Schwarzenegger's kids? What do they look like? Shit. They're all, <laughs> <laughs> they're all skinny. They're all, his daughter's cute. They're all super skinny. <laughs> but you think you think Arnold Schwarzenegger, you think they're going to be jacked. Be, why aren't you doing squats? You're not doing anything with your glutes, your hamstrings. Your back is very narrow. <laughs> if you want women to be well, sexually attracted to you, you want to you want to come inside them. You, you got to lift your body. It's going to live strong. You lift weights. and <laughs> You got to run. You got to do steroids. Is that his daughter? His daughter's cute. Oh, she's a cutie pie. Yeah. Cute. Look, try and find the sons. They're, I think they're actors. I'll tell you the Let's one. Let's not shame I, these poor I, I, boys no, no, I'll on, t- on t- the podcast. I'll, no, I'll tell you the one Let's who got it. Leave it on a positive I'll note. You, the girl's attractive. The girl's yeah. attractive. I hope he's a great the dad. The one, the 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 kid who he had with the maid, mm-hmm. the little Mexican looks dude. Looks just like him. Jacked. Yeah. Little dude has, yeah, he got the good genes. He looks like Conan. He he looks looks like good this. combination, Austrian and Mexican. Yeah. Survival. Good genes. Yeah, don't. What did I say? <laughs> the fuck, man. Anyway, <sighs> hey, um, I'm the, I'm sure these kids are talented. For the record, I'm sure the kids we don't are super have to talented. Shame his fucking son because he's you know. I'm the- sure he's super talented. I'm just saying he's not going to win Mr. Olympia. That's all I'm saying. 
Is that fair? Well, maybe he would if he started lifting and taking yeah. steroids. It takes a lot of time and steroids. Yeah. Nobody's winning Mr. Olympia. And jeans. You gotta have some decent well, jeans. I'm like sure a, his jeans are okay, but he probably doesn't work out at all. I mean, if he's, you he know. He's pretty jacked. I'll tell you what, the little Mexican guy's going to be your next Olympian. I well, mean, he is jacked. He probably doesn't get a chance to hang out with his real dad very much either. And that's so probably going to be a bit of a mind fuck. And he's in the weight room. Angry, all the time. doing deadlifts. You know, anger can go a long way. Kettlebell. <laughs> I wonder if he makes those noises. That's, when a, good no one's That's a good Arnold. That's a good Arnold. You go to lift. Pumping is better than coming. <laughs> you ever hear that from Pumping Iron? Where he's the like, pump pumping you get, is better yeah. than coming. I love that movie. Um, the Fighter and the Kid. Where can people get it? iTunes, SoundCloud, yep. Fox Sports One website. Uh, we're on, we don't we're, have a website. We need a website because when what we're on, now that we're on Fox Sports, what are you one, bitches living in? I know. Now we're li- we had we do have a website, but now that we we're on Fox One Sports, we Fox Sports One Fox for Sports sure. One. Get that right. We we do not. But iTunes I, though, you can find us on iTunes. Fire the kid. Follow Brian and I at Brendan Schaub at Brian Callen. We post all sorts of stuff. And we do on lots of videos on Instagram. Later What's later. up with them censoring your podcast? That's whack as fuck. You know this is the internet. I agree. We're this having, is it's nonsense. It's because it's Fox. It's the big so stupid. Look Fox. how much fun we had today. Yeah. Look how much fun you guys had being buck wild. Fox needs to just put a fucking warning on Take it. Take the warning. reins this off podcast. Us. Exactly. Take the reins off us. Warning. Well, Brian and Brendan are fucking awesome. They That's wanted they to put. be on the internet, but they wanted censored. That is so hilarious. It's like we want a rated X movie, but with no fucking. Right. It's dumb. Right. We're, we're, mm. we're, we're bringing up a lot of these issues to them. And they we're, need we're to having, drop it. We're having a serious talk with Look, them. Look, I have real sponsors that are like real companies. You guys can have real sponsors too. It doesn't, you, know, you can swear. It's just words coming out of your mouth. That's right. You know, just don't show any pornography or anything really ridiculous. I agree. Come on, Fox. Brian, don't wear those tight-ass jeans. Yeah, you don't sponsors. show. They got you going a little bit, didn't Don't they? show Mr. Shop your cock. Your cack. My Get cack. Your Get your dick out I of my face. I dated a girl from right. Boston one time. I said, I like your cack. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. uh, thanks, never happened. Thanks to LegalZoom. Thanks oh, for sponsoring the podcast. Go to LegalZoom.com and use the code word ROGAN in the referral box for more savings. Thanks also to NatureBox. Uh, go to NatureBox.com slash ROGAN. That's NatureBox.com slash ROGAN and save 50% off your first box. Uh, thanks also to Onnit.com. Go to O-N-N-I-T. Use the code word ROGAN and save 10% off any and all supplements. We'll be back tomorrow with David Seaman, and uh, I'll see you guys in Atlanta this weekend. Show sold out, me and Joey Diaz, and we'll also be there for the Fox Night at the Fights, the UFC on Saturday night. Travis Brown versus Fabricio Verdun. Oh, I want to see oh! that. Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Edson Barbosa. <laughs> Cowboy! Tate and Liz Carmouche. We'll see you, Fox, tomorrow. Bye. Big kiss. Love.